This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Migs cast, and I am Steve Migs. I'm here with the Reverend Fuego. Hi. The man about town. Mm-hmm. And the man that nearly died, Glenn Cannon. We've <laughs> <laughs> got so much to talk about. Are you sure he's I not? I missed you guys last week, man. Dude, we missed you too. Yeah, I was in motorcycle school. How'd that go? Ah, uh, passed. Right. So you now have a motorcycle to which you can ride uh, legally? I'm endorsed, and yeah, I, uh, this was actually a little while ago. I'd been kind of sitting on it, but I bought myself an 06 Dyna Street Bob. Bought myself a Harley Davidson. Yeah. Um, it's got, of course, it's a Harley Davidson, so there's a little bit of work I got to do on it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a great bike. You and know what I just learned so, today? Yeah. Did, do you guys know the meaning behind the term hog when it comes to riding a motorcycle? Uh, Does it have to do with overweight people in any way? That's kind of what I was thinking there. kind of mean and Dude, uncool? All this time I just thought riding a hog was riding a motorcycle. No, that's Harley specific. It's Harley owner's group. Oh. oh, so is it they're if you like buy a Harley Davidson, like a oh, new one, okay. or I think either like you buy a new one or you bought your second Harley or something along those lines, you become part of the Harley owners group. So now when my oh, mom yeah. calls me a hog, I can be like, you're on point there, mom. Yeah, you're part so of I've been the- hearing that my whole oh, life. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. actually a hog membership. Yeah. And it's a Western Maryland term, too. You'd be like, oh, man, I was out working in the shop. I got all hogged up. Oh, I didn't even do that. That's a term, yeah. Man. Uh, Weird. Like if you're working on cars wow. or whatever and you're all greasy and dirty, you're the, hogged the, up. the term is, oh man, you're all hogged up. You're all hogged up. Wow, yeah. yeah, there's different membership See, types, there's patches. In college, some of the guys were into like the larger ladies, and they were they would always say, "I'm going hogging." Going hogging, now, yeah. that, that I'm familiar with. And in our fraternity, they if were you just, do it in Germany, it's hogging das. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> just understand, this was college, and so we were bad. not as sensitive maybe as we are now. But in college, there was Gosh, an award right. for all of our fraternity guys, whoever was the most prolific with hogging won the silver sow award and it was just a pig <laughs> that was painted oh, silver man. college so life th- that that award went that every year someone else had it. it was like the stanley cup it was the same one every year and it's a very prestigious oh, award wow man. yeah the silver sow award i'm I never a walking won it. hot mess so i can't pass judgment on <laughs> anyone dude i really can't hey this is fun so yeah it's actually for the harley davidson hog group it's a full membership all you have to do is supply your vin number and spend 50 dollars a year here, and you get a whole bunch of uh, things. You get a bunch of hogging. Uh, you get a pin <laughs> and a patch. Oh, you, you get, get a hog patch. You get standard roadside assistance. That uh, sounds kind of cool. I might need coverage. that. Uh, yeah. You get access to exclusive hog events. And I only know this because I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts, and Eric Bischoff does one called 83 Weeks, and they were talking about a pay-per-view they did called Hog Wild. Yeah, I remember and that. And it was at uh, Sturgis. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And a lot of people say, and jokingly, that he did this because he was a Harley rider, and he wanted to just go to Sturgis for free, so they did a pay-per-view at Sturgis. Duh. But it was actually a pretty cool pay-per-view because <laughs> they were just surrounded by all these bikers. Yeah. And wrestling was going and on. And a giant party, I'm sure. Man. Oh, it's I've insane. heard Sturgis is crazy. I remember yeah. that so, stuff, yeah. So originally, like when they were doing all this, they were using like Harley imagery and this, that, and the other thing. And Harley's like, look, man, we appreciate the love, but this is a copyright infringement. And also, we'd prefer if you don't use the term hog wild. And at first, he was like, I don't get it. 
Why you you don't own the term hog? That's just someone who rides a motorcycle. They're like, no, we actually, do. The term Harley hog is Harley's owner. Har, Harley Owners Group has nothing. To, that's where it came from. It's not just for all motorcycle riders. I knew. I mean, you didn't call a, a sport bike a hog. I knew that hog was specific to Harley Davidson, but I didn't know why. Yeah. I always thought it was for like the big, like tour, a pig, like yeah. the touring <laughs> bikes, <laughs> those <laughs> thousand <laughs> pound touring yeah. bikes, and that's all. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, isn't it funny that there's certain terms out there I just never bothered to <laughs> do research on? And then when yeah. you hear it, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, that's that makes sense. Yeah. Hog. Hog. Riding sure. on the back of my hog. Huh? Well, I've got I've got one now. So That's yeah. awesome, dude. So a uh, question for you, because uh, I saw our dude uh, Richie from Thunder Beach just recently got a patch. He's a part of the West Seattle Wrecking Crew. Is that the next step? Are you uh, going to yeah. be a member of the Actually, Wrecking Crew? Actually, I, I was supposed to be at that patching party, because I'm already part of the Wrecking Crew, but those are the, you got the, I've got the wings, uh-huh. but you get the rider's patch, which oh, is you the, get wings? the skull. Yeah, I've got the, you ever seen the cut that I wear that has my buddy's patches on it? Yes. Yes. The memorial. Of, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, if you look at the bottom thing, it's the Harley logo, but it's West Seattle Wrecking Crew. So oh, I've got that. I've had cool. that for some time. The Skull and Crossbones is the rider's patch, and I was supposed to be at that patching party Thursday, but I was flirting with the Grim Reaper. Yes. So that's why I didn't make not, it Yeah, not Thursday. a euphemism, an actual thing that went down. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Not like which some we weird, can get into nasty that woman. At whatever point in the show you guys <laughs> oh, decide you guys want to get into that. But yeah, I was, uh, I was hanging out with the Grim Reaper, and he was like, hey, come this way. I'm like, can you give me like 30 minutes? I just need like 30 yeah. minutes to be like, well, we got an appointment, but like, bro. <laughs> I got stuff to do. My, my buddy Richie's on a hog. And he's getting patched. Wait a little uh, yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I was supposed to be at that patching party in that. Uh, oh, I didn't know you were already a member. Yeah, actually, what when Joel Eggert died, uh-huh. um, the original 21 members all got the wings patch at his uh, memorial service. Oh, that's awesome. So I was part of that. Very, very So cool. I was already a member of the club, but mm-hmm. then they have the skull and crossbones, which if you look at the cracks in the skull, it says WSWC. Yeah, it's actually a really dope logo. Yeah, those yeah. are the riders patches, and I'm like, man, you know, as soon as I get a bike, and they're like, absolutely, because even at the time, they were like, you know, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm honored, but I don't know if I should be part of this. Because I have a motorcycle. I don't own a bike. I haven't ridden in over 20 years. And right. like, my Schwinn doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, dude, right, right. You know, I, I've got my Huffy. But uh, they're, they're, they were just like, dude, it's not even, it's not about that. Right. It's not about that's, that. That's we were, the, I never got that vibe of them. Be, like, no. everybody I know from that crew has been nothing but more, like, beyond awesome. Oh, like, I'm always happy to see all those dudes. Dude, it's, it's a group of, we all, it's, it was all founded, you know, in odd. It was Joel's dream to have a club. Uh-huh. And that's what I didn't started. Know that. That's yeah. It was one of Joel's dreams to start a club, mm-hmm. and that was how this club, you know, kind of after his passing, it was like we were going to do this. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, it's it's becoming a more and more, you know, it's a it's a thing, man. You done giving me goosebumps? Yeah, Look at that. Oh, I'm Ooh, super honored no, that's to be really a part cool, of it, man. I didn't know that that was. A, it's all in honor of Joel. That's, yeah, that's a that's really really that's, awesome thing. Yeah, that's literally what started wow. when Joel passed. It was like, man, that was. Always his dream. Parker actually was the guy yeah. I think that took point on all that. Wow! And said we're going to make this happen. And Parker was the one that hit everyone up and said, "Look, I'm getting these patches made." Mm-hmm. And that was when I was like, "Hey, man, I, you know, honored to be part of this thread. Yeah. You know, which the thread's basically a let me know if you want a patch. I can't afford to pay for them all, but right. we're doing this." And that's when I was like, "Dude, I I don't even have a bike. I haven't ridden in 20 years. It's not the point." Yeah, and I'm like. Phew. This all right, for, man. for our friend. Yeah, so there at, at his memorial service there at Slim's, we all got up, got our patches, and said a few words, and uh, it was it was actually a hell of a hell of a cool thing. 
Wow. And so I'm super honored to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's freaking yeah, incredible. And now I've got this amazing motorcycle, which I won't go into geek talk, but basically in 06, there's a known issue with the inner primary bearing failing prematurely. Uh, I, I have that problem too, but there's yeah, a pill right? that fixes that. <laughs> yes. So I bought it knowing I, oh, I bought dear. it knowing I was gonna have to tear it down and replace that bearing. It's it's only got six thousand miles on it. It's it's like a new bike. But you know, in first gear or in neutral, um like if you're in first to pull the clutch in, you hear it going <laughs> And it's like, oh, God. So, you know, I've been riding it here and there. So and the bad guy in Gremlins. Oh, dude, my buddy Jimmy. <laughs> my, oh, dude, I'm telling you, it's really like. Don't get it wet. So I hit up my buddy Jimmy Griswold. I'm like, hey, man, you know, should I be riding this? He's like, man, if that thing flies apart, it could do even more damage. He's like, I probably wouldn't ride until you get that fixed. So I've just been doing minor excursions. Oh, fun. A new project for Glenn to yeah, work right, on. Right? Right? Exactly, right? My brand new bike that needs work. But, um, you know, it's one of those things I come home and it's sitting in the carport and uh, the way I ride put it to... Me, Glenn, ride <laughs> Oh, dude, my buddy Phil Kennedy, I'm like, Experience dude... Experience the freedom, Glenn. It's like laying in bed next to a porn star and being like, yeah, we can't do this. Right. <laughs> you know, that's how Glenn, I feel why? with that bike sitting there. Why so would I've been, you ride me? I've been riding it Sparingly. <laughs> Come on, Glenn. Anyway, he doesn't even turn nonsense. on. He just finds hills and just kind of goes down the hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tony Keep sits me behind up, me with Glenn. a bullhorn making the sound. <laughs> just push me, baby. Push me. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, well, I t- like I took it for a spin last <laughs> night, man. I, I just I was selling a pedal, and so I rode over to meet the guy to sell him the really pedal. Really slow, I'd imagine. No, <laughs> honestly, once I get up to second and third, it doesn't really do it. It's only okay. when I when I'm in first gear or in neutral. Like, oh, so you need to go fast then. <laughs> well, starting and stopping, yeah. As long as I'm hauling ass, I'm fine. But starting and stopping, I pull in the clutch, and you hear it going, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, man. <laughs> so you get this beautiful new Dyna, yeah. and uh, this it, hog's got gonorrhea. <laughs> just needs a couple pills. Yeah, get it fixed up. It'll be fine. I'll get it fixed maybe next weekend. You know, I'll, I'll get it fixed, bro. Before we get to the, what happened to Glenn that nearly killed him, and obviously had nothing to do with the motorcycle, I just want yeah. to give a super massive shout. I want to get this out of the way before we forget because I don't want to. I've actually two quick shout outs. First one I did Defy Wrestling in Portland. Ran into, so uh, Kevin from Metal Shop texted me because he was there. He's like, there's a dude here, big fan of the podcast, really loves the show, wants to meet you. He's wearing a green shirt. And I'm like, all right, hopefully that's not hard because typically most wrestling fans are like me, have black T-shirts Here's on. Here's a green shirt. Run to another guy, a wrestler. He's like, hey, man, I met this dude. He's a really cool guy. He's a big fan of yours. He's just looking to meet you, him and his lady. I'm like, okay. That's so cool, right? man. So yeah. I'm walking around during intermission because before intermission, I just don't have time. I'm busy doing this ring announcing. I run into his lady, and, he, and she's like, my husband is a big fan. Can just come with us? And I'm like, yeah, let me, let's go. I want to meet this guy. I hear awesome things. Everyone's talking about how I need to meet him. The dude's rocking a Team Migs t-shirt when I run into him. He's not just a green nice. shirt. Nice. Yeah, Rev and I don't this. even have those yet. Yet, yet. I know, yet, right? Yet, yet, yet. Dude, check that out right there. His name's Eric. Oh, okay, that's not the kind that I've ever seen. But it's that a is, homemade Team yeah, Migs shirt. Yeah, made it at home. That's so cool, yeah, no, that, yeah, so, yeah, And his, his, his lady's name is Jessica. So run into him. Couldn't be nicer guy. He's originally, they're originally from here. Moved to Oregon, stays in touch with Seattle by listening to the podcasts. That is so, awesome. Oh, that's yeah, so great, he's a big man. You know, wrestling one, and he listens to Megacast, but he also loves the Migs cast. And he mentioned how he, I forgot to bring it, but he made us a, a local celebrity t shirt <laughs> and also a luxurious Puyallup Washington t shirt, him and his wife. <laughs> Last week on the podcast, I was talking about my, my villain wrestling persona. I recently had a wrestling match, and I got to be a bad guy. And I cut a promo talking about how everyone's lucky to have a local celebrity in the room. 
So now my nickname, local celebrity, I'm local celebrity Steve Mason. It's even on the flyer for the CPW thing. It says <laughs> list of the matches. It says local celebrity Steve Miggs taking on Chase James. <laughs> so that's gonna be August 19th in Marysville at a skate rink at nice. the Marysville Skate Center. My man, look but, at him go, Rev. But I, I just wanted you know? to make sure. Look I, at him go. I wanted to give a lot of love to Eric, uh, dude. It was my that made my trip meeting oh, you. Oh yeah, that's rad. And Jessica as well. Jessica also made a shirt for uh, Lulu. And it's uh, <laughs> that's where you got that shirt. Yeah, so the shirt says "Local Paw Liberty." <laughs> now that makes a lot yeah. more sense. Yeah, I so, love it. So it's great. Here's the funny part. So we wanted to take a picture. There it is. It says "Local Paw Liberty." Oh man, I don't want to be that guy, but that is just adorable, dude. <laughs> Here's the problem. Like if my wife was here, she'd be biting her bottom lip right now. Right? That is Aww. just adorable. Which, by the way, makes me miss my wife. Way to go, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we put the shirt on Lulu. Lulu does not wet like wearing shirts, even though like we have a Seahawks jersey for her. Seriously, the best picture ever. So we put it on her. She instantly goes under the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> and then eventually I finally put it on her, and the picture is priceless. It's oh, on God, Lulu's it's Instagram. so great. Which is just Lulu the Warrior Prince on Instagram. She does not look pleased. <laughs> she looks like a drowned rat. And even man. Jessica... But it's still really cute. It's really cute. And man. Jessica comments, she's like, I could tell Lulu really loves the shirt that I made her. I'm like, yep. <laughs> this is awesome. the saddest dog picture I've ever seen. So props to them. <laughs> but while I'm at, in Portland, I'm keeping an eye because Bruiser Brody, we just put out uh, a Kickstarter to raise some money for our debut full-length record because we finally hit a point where we're like, man... We're really tapping the well dry financially because it costs a couple dollars to get it mastered by an incredible guy, Mayor Applebaum. Yeah. But, you know, and he gave us a great rate, but, you know, he's a a legit dude. He's a world class guy. Power Flow, a bunch of other really great bands. So after all was said and done, we're really like kind of, you know, squeezing blood out of a turn. We're going to pay for mastering and we're going to pay for duplication. And, you know, it's the five of us. I mean,. No one's like, well, I got four grand laying around. Let's do this. I mean, you know, yeah. it's really, yeah. And we're not like playing a ton of shows just because of how things are. So it's not like we have a way to make a bunch of money. So finally we're like, do we want to do a Kickstarter? You know, you don't want to be that band that's like begging for money. But we're like, what if we just do it as a pre-release? And it's not about, hey, give us money to finance our record. It's, hey, if you really like us, buy the record in advance. And we created something like, or buy a record in a t-shirt or this or that yeah, and the other thing. It's just a pre-order. Yeah. It's basically, if you're a fan of, you can buy it right now. Yeah. And that pays for it. And we said, what was it, like 2500 bucks? We figured that would cover the cost of the duplication. And then everything else we figured after after so-and-so, you know, play enough shows and sell enough records, we could make our money back to cover the mastering and all the other stuff. But, uh, and we gave, you know, you do like a 30-something day. 30 days. JT did all the work. JT Phillips, yep, our man. Shout out to him. Sat down, put it all together, sent it out to us. Then we, you know, I came back, was like, ooh, consider this, you know, so we're ping ponging and brainstorming. And JT really, despite being in 3,700 bands, yeah, took the time to build this, make it nice, make it pro, and get it launched. So huge props to JT. But yeah, he set it for 30 days, for a month to hit $2,500. And then I, as I'm watching it today, it's kind of fun. I put it on the Facebook. We mentioned it on the air that one moment because some guy, he, he made it, the first guy that, pledged, said, can you give me a shout out during Beat Mix? I'm like, sure. So you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, yeah. Said, I said, I'm a whore, and somebody's willing to donate money to our Kickstarter. I will give them a shout out on Beat Mix, and I did. Yeah, you did. Uh, and then um, I started paying attention. as like, I'm going to Portland. My buddy Craig's driving, and I'm, I'm paying attention to the Kickstarter. I'm like, dude, we're at 1000 bucks. Oh, we're, we're at 1300 Like, in one day, we're halfway there. The Defy happens. The Defy's done. I check after, like, three hours later. Yeah. And I'm like, 
We're at $2,400. We're $100 away from hitting our goal in less than 24 hours. What is going on? And then I continue to read. I'm like, I can't believe we sold another like $1,000 worth of pre-orders in just three hours' time. That's just insane. And I continue to look, look, and look. And then Travis texts, and, and I look again, and I'm like, somebody dropped a thousand bucks for us to do a private acoustic yeah. performance. Yeah, for that them. was one of the tiers. There was the only top f- tier. Yeah, a thousand bucks. I'm looking right now. Private acoustic uh, uh, performance. Wow. Yeah, and when that was only available. JT and I talked about that. It's only available three times. So that would have put us, if, if three people bought it, would have put us at three grand right there. Dun, dun, dun. But we didn't know if it would sell, but you know, I was like, let's make it available three times because JT was like, how about two? And we kicked that around. But but yeah, man, someone basically bought an in-home performance from Bruiser Brody, like, which is amazingly cool. Like when we put it up there, I think all of us collectively said, this is funny. You know, no one's going to right? drop a thousand dollars. Actually, I, went, I think that's a really neat idea. I wonder what will happen with it. And JT was like, yeah, right? You know, I wonder what will happen. This isn't like, yeah. going to work. I and mean, yeah, sure enough, man. Sure enough. Oh, mind blown. I can't wait till because everyone keeps asking me, like, who was the guy? I was like, I don't know. I have no idea who dropped that thousand bucks. Yeah, I think JT can see who the pledge was that did it. Okay, yeah, know. we got to find out because you know be who really you are. Cool. We'll see you at your house. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I can't wait for that. That's actually going to be a lot of fun. I'm pretty pumped. Oh, it'll about be that. neat. It'll be neat. But yeah, it's it's still like I had a text from my good friend Jason Spees this morning saying that you know he had pledged and another good friend of his had pledged and they're all like sixteen hundred dollar packages. Yeah, which gets you like. You know, the download, the album, the signed album, the baseball tee. The, there's like a, you know, there's a whole tier to it where you're yep. basically just buying goods in advance. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we hit our goal in 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. And, you it's, got and it's still going. You guys got a little ways to go. Where are we at now? Uh, it's still the same amount that you had about the 3,300, 3,400. Yeah, 3,400. Yeah, 3, and, and it still says 34 days to go. So you oh. got a little bit, uh, little bit over a month. And uh, you're going to make it happen. It's great because, I mean, this is going to help cover the cost to put this record out. And uh, we, might, we might be able to get out, out the record out even earlier than we expected because yeah. of this. And everything about it is just, it's insane, dude. It's thank you to everyone because yes. I put it on the Migscast group Good page. God, thank you. And I know a lot of people ended up buying it. After I put it up, I saw a little bit of a spike of purchases from the Migscast, the Titanic douches. Nope, 3500 Oh, my gosh, dude. Like that's just that's what I'm saying. Our goal, cool. our, at twenty five hundred, we had won because yeah. we only needed a little bit to make a lot happen. And, and we, with Kickstarter, you got to hit the goal, otherwise you don't see any of the money. You don't see a penny. Yeah. So we're safe and sound at this point. It's above and beyond. But what's cool is this above and beyond is just going to get funneled right into creating more content and product for the fans. Do we so, dare give people you know, a little bit of the taste of what the record's going to sound like again? Like I know we did it. Once. Oh, sure, go you know for what? it. Like man. What, what song should we? What song should we give people a taste of? <sighs> oh man, I know it's a. Have we played Everyone's Dead? No, we haven't. Ooh. 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 Sorry. It's an owl convention. Masters. What was it? i got to find which one it is. I think it's Masters. Oh, there we go. Version 4. Yeah, version 4. Version 4? Yeah, we had 4. Well, we had samples. Like, here's one track. Uh, And so that was 1 and 2. Yeah. And then we got back three, and he said, ah, I want to tweak something, and we got four, right? And you're like, I like that so, one. Yeah, yeah, V1 and 2 were basically just one song, and so it kind of went down like that. The guys mm-hmm. were really talented. It was oh. super cool. Yeah, let's give people a taste of the title track, the the song that is the name of the record, which is Everyone's Dead. You've heard us do it acoustic here. Uh, here's just a sampling of it on the mix cast. <laughs> Thank you. 
I've spread the last of your ashes today And dusted you off my hands Becoming all too familiar and painless Done with this dance Becoming numb to it Don't think I give a sh** Sorry, Rev. Sorry, Rev. I knew it was coming. Just wanna get my I can radio edit the next part. There's another one coming. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Before this whole fucking world. How about that? Nice. you get if you want the rest of it you pre-order the damn record yeah. Yeah. go to kickstarter.com and again this is getting played right off of my phone into the machine so Dude, I mean, that sounds great just, I haven't just heard wait it. until you hear it when we approve the masters i haven't listened to the record again since we approved the masters and uh-huh yeah steve called up i looked at him and was like mouth the words man that sounds good yeah, <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, but again is uh brett elias and did a magnificent job creating just Beautiful mixes for us. 100% and, uh, agree. Shout out to Brett. Just, and yeah, when Travis and I went up to do some vocal work up at Brett's studio, that's when we discussed mastering. And Brett brought up uh, his new kind of budding relationship with Mayor. Yeah. And said, why don't we give him a shot? And we got that V1 test back of Die by the Whipping. Yep. And I was like, oh, this is killer. It sounds so massive. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was great, man. It was great. So. Uh, yeah, exciting stuff. So, and, and also what's exciting is because, you know, it's five songs that we just recently recorded. It's the five songs that were on the EP, but since then they've, they've been tweaked and obviously remastered. So it's going to be, a, it's going to have a different sound. So it's kind of cool that yeah. if you have the EP that we put out, that's kind of now a little bit of a collector's it item is. because we only put out a couple hundred of those. Man, yep. and I took it out of the box. Well, you know, we know a guy. If you want, we can. I, I don't think I have one either, Rev, if it makes you feel better. I don't think I have one. I'm not even kidding, man. I had one copy, and I ended up giving it to Becky Lynch. because she. There I played, you go. I played That's it for her. Wild. Yeah, I played it for her, and she's like, this is awesome. I love that guy's voice, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, here. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I have the copy. So my copy's in her hands. Nice. I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's doing what you got to do. If you go to our Facebook page, uh, which is Bruiser Brody Band, uh, or Bruiser Brody Seattle, you can type in, you'll find it, or BruiserBrodyBand.com. There's a link also to the Kickstarter. Uh, if you want to get the record in advance, that's just a sampling of what it's sounding like. Uh, we're really proud of it, and can't wait to get everyone a copy of this. Which uh, the official release date is going to be sometime in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we're shooting. So we're, cool. JT is currently bless JT's heart once again. Currently trying to track down a. Uh, a venue, yeah, for, a for big, the CD release party, Mix so, Fest slash it, it, CD release party. Yeah, yeah, you could do it uh, down at the compound. Oh, do it at your house. Yeah, yes, just have a uh, sure. have a show at my house. I'm, I'm sure down. your neighbors your will love you. Yard's rad. <laughs> yeah. Can I invite your old neighbor from across the street? No, <laughs> she's no, on, she's on our guest list. Stop trying. <laughs> the album's dedicated to her. Actually, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. So yeah, now we're in the process of finishing up the artwork, all that kind of stuff. So it's been. A really exciting time for for us, even though we haven't been playing a show. It's just yeah, nice. That, to that know doesn't that. mean there's nothing going on. Man. Lots yeah. of cool stuff. <laughs> Lots going on. And then uh, we do have a show on August seventeenth at uh, Louis G's with Ten Miles Wide and Dirty Dirty. That's gonna be fun. It uh, is. I love Dirty. I, I love Ten Miles Wide, of course. But Dirty Dirty is one of my new favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Drew is yep. such a great drummer. Drew's killer, man. When we when Window Pain was going through the great drum debacle, yep. I didn't know he had uh, Dirty Dirty going on. 
Uh-huh. And I hit him up. I'm like, Drew, man, look. And he was like, oh, dude, I've got this thing called Dirty Dirty. I'm really invested in it. And they hadn't even really come out yet. They it's a two-piece. Yeah, so two-piece. Each member's wow. dirty. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dirty and dirty. But yeah, that was that was, and that was the first time I heard about Dirty Dirty because I was like, oh, I didn't even know you had anything going on. He's like, yeah, I've actually really poured myself into this. And then and it maybe, shows. It's really good. Like three weeks later, they did one of those... Uh, band in Seattle performances yes, and I saw I that started. and I was like oh Drew's new project sick yeah so I was happy for him slash sad for myself yeah I can understand that <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll be stoked to see you guys at Louis G's I love that venue and so uh, it's always fun to see it go down there yeah, yeah close man. to home yeah pizza and mm-hmm. rock and roll yeah they have a liquor license now too you don't have to walk over to the poodle dog anymore don't nice. they have liquor at Louis G's now last time I was there they were in the process so you're probably right I think they they have I I've been there recently. The last time I was there was for my birthday, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure they did. Had to be, because the time before that was the listener party. We were all there, and they were already talking about the, mm-hmm. the, the liquor license was in place. It was just like waiting for everything to get well, cleared. We all went up to dinner yeah. for Live Day the night before Live Day last year, yeah. and I could have sworn I had a couple shots with dinner. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah. At this yeah. point, I'm, I'm sure they have yeah. the liquor license. I mean, I was sitting close to Castle, so it might have been osmosis. Yeah. But, oh, if Cass was there, <laughs> they definitely had to like, have a liquor like, license. I touched Ryan and was like, oh, liquor. You yeah. know, I don't know if that's... Sweet. Yeah. I don't have to go over to the Poodle Dog and do shots with Wyatt again. Well, you can still do that. <laughs> it's always fun. The Poodle Dog is a great spot, too. It is. Um, you know, speaking of Bruiser Brody, I don't know if you've been keeping track on the... I went on the Kickstarter, and there's a comments section. So I, people can write. I just saw I was going to read it. I'm glad you found it, because I was going to bring it up. This this is incredible. Oh, I got to hear it. This is the greatest review ever This is your hype band. man right here. Yeah. I mean, I want to give a Shout out to Jacob Bradley Nugent. Um, he is the, the man. Nuge. Yeah. I mean, this is like a full-on paragraph about our band oh, on dude. Kickstarter. Okay, I'm just going to read the it's whole thing. It's not like Fire Glenn, continue forward, no. best of luck. All right, I'll leave out the third paragraph. Okay, you'll thank, you, okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. It says, I'm really excited for this album to drop. I went to the first Bruiser Brody concert with some people who don't really listen to rock music, and they came away loving the show. Travis Brock effortlessly throws his voice around the room like a skilled musical ventriloquist, lulling the crowd in with sultry melodies, then blowing them away with monster vocals. Glenn Cannon lays down his magically delicious riffs as if to say, quote, here's another special little treat I made just for you as his fingers flow across the strings like parquet on white bread. Parquet. 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 JT Phillips (laughs) keeps the boys in the rhythm section in line, pulling double duty on rhythm and laying down our solo on right before my eyes that is somehow just as crunchy and airy as his burly beard blowing in the Arctic winds of some distant Viking land. My God. Right? Dude, that could be the best line of the entire yeah. night. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I'm in Middle Earth. Let's do this. His burly beard blowing in the Arctic winds of some distant Viking land. Jeff Rouse drives the band like a cocaine-riddled gorilla driving a tank through the jungle blindfolded. Jeff's powerful bass line on Don't Go There On Your Own takes over your body and makes even the most shy get up and dance. His playing style right before my eyes is bouncy and smooth at the same time. I love it. The only thing more awesome than Steve Miggs' hard-hitting bass drum and seemingly naturally occurring perfect timing is his everlasting positive attitude and his ability to make people smile. This ability is so innate in Steve that he even makes himself smile while playing on stage, smiling for the entire set. I guess what I'm trying to say is that Bruiser Brody effing rocks. Thank you guys for your time and dedication you put into making this album happen. Best of luck to all of you, and remember, Seattle loves you. Oh, that's rad. 
Right? It's incredible, man. Yeah. Right? yeah. How great is that? Yeah, that's awesome. That's a pretty damn awesome review. Dude, thanks, Jake. Or Jacob, I don't know what you prefer. Yeah, the nudes. I that's think you right. found the guy who uh, got the uh, $1,000 tier there. Not right. <laughs> yeah. If not, I feel like we should bring him yeah, along. We'll see you at your living room, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. You're on the guest list. Really cool, man. Thank <laughs> you for killer. the support. Thank Maybe you, you should write our bio. Maybe yeah. that is There it is right there. That's well, one of those weird things, too, like, you know, uh, even though we've been juggling all this Brody business, and I know my life's Brody been business. pure chaos. I know it'd be a good uh, reality TV show, yeah. right? <laughs> but, um, you know, you forget just, like, how good the band is and how easily it came together and how excited people are about it, you know, because you're zeroed in on the, oh, the Kickstarter's, yeah, this is great. And well, yeah. You know, and it's like, I don't know, from my side, it's like I, I almost forgot for a minute that there were, like, a bunch of people on the other side of this equation that love what we're doing. Yeah. Because I was so zeroed in on what we needed to try and get done. And the stress of making it happen yeah. and all that, like, yeah. oh, I hope this works. I hope people understand why we're doing this and blah, blah, blah. And then to read all the comments and everybody that's saying such nice stuff, it's been... Super humbling, yeah, to say the killer. least. And uh, it's funny because I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, gosh, if we ever ended up doing an interview and someone says, how does this band come together? For a group <laughs> of guys in their 40s or late 30s, it's the, most, it's the most millennial backstory to a band ever. We Steve started on a podcast. To jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you and I made a promise, a pact to jam together and do something. And then it started on a podcast. Yeah, like yeah. how? That's not. That's not. That's not a story that happened back in the nineties. <laughs> Steve swiped right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, for non millennials, it's the most millennial start to a band ever. Yeah, yeah, it's been let, pretty let's fun, do this. Man, which makes it even more fun. When you think about what it became, and the original concept was, hey, man, look, I'll write some songs, and we'll find a bass player, and we'll just go jam. Yep. And it became this whole. Other thing. thing. Like, and, yeah, it's rad. And I was like trying to, I was telling somebody about like, they, they actually did ask like, really, what's the story behind it? And I'm like, well, it started with Glenn and I saying for years, let's jam, let's jam, let's jam. But where are we going to find the time? Finally, let's just do this. Yeah. And then I realized I've had the same conversations with Jeff Rouse where it's like, let's jam, let's jam, let's jam. But when are we going to find the time to do this? So I was like, well, if we're going to try and do this. And then I realized that you guys have had that conversation before. Yeah, Jeff and I had, And yeah. then you and Travis had that conversation, and then me and JT has had that conversation, and you and JT. So all of us in some way, shape, or form have had at least one or two other members of the band have this sit-down where it's like, we need to jam together. That'd be fun if we did something together. And somehow it all, like, you and I have been like this overlapping thing with everybody in this band. Yeah. Of, hey, we should jam together. So finally it was just like, well... Why don't we just have it be all of that together instead of trying to do seven bands with different people? Like, well, that you know, that whole the band came together, uh, penned some songs, everyone thumbs up to the songs, and then we were set for studio time. And I remember being like, maybe we should postpone. You were like, nope, nope, we got the time. And I'm like, okay, yeah. If you postpone, it's never gonna happen. Yeah, I still have the original, the original Bruiser Brody graphic that didn't have Travis's name on it. Yep. Because Travis wasn't in the band yet, and it was like the week before we were going to the studio, I was working on singing and playing these songs at the same time, and I went, man, maybe I should just call Travis, because Travis and I had hung out all weekend at the Lane Staley show. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'll call Travis and see if he wants to come sing these things, and then I won't have to bother trying to put yeah, these And then he was like, dear God, yes. Yeah, well, he was like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, dude, you will have two rehearsals, then we're in the studio. Uh, do you, are you into kamikaze? Yes. Like, I was like, hey, man, are you into kamikaze? Like, and he was like, dude, I'm into kamikaze. Yes. I'm like, here's what's up. We have practice tonight. That's from practice one. That was straight up. <laughs> Legit. I, I called him the day of our first rehearsal, yeah. and he showed up to that rehearsal. And then did you just have like a show then? Uh, the first show was at Mix Mixfest. Mix oh, gosh. 
Yeah. So that was like another month later. Yeah, we did a 30-minute set at Migs Fest. Yeah, and it I was think fantastic. tore the roof off the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it was fun. We, it was I think amazing. we sprayed silly string in Steve's mouth. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I made the mistake of thinking it was as delicious as a Cheez-It or it whatever. Is, it is yeah, not, not cheese. Same, oh, Easy Cheese? No. no it, new, new, new. Unless you're into metallic-tasting Easy Cheese. Uh, it was disgusting, uh, actually. And then, actually, I think that you guys just destroyed it at Jazz Bones. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of my favorite shows, and that's where that the first fun. time I got to hear everyone's dead. Yeah, and oh, yeah. hearing that live, oh, like I, that. I mean, I was sold before, but dude, it yeah. was so good. That's a fun one live. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really, really good live. And that's like the one that's the most of a, almost like a band collaborative song. You know, yeah. it started as just a riff that Jeff had, Jeff and then had we the fleshed it out and... in a practice space while mm-hmm. we were getting ready to play a show. It wasn't even like we meant to. It was just like, hey, let's just screw around Jeez. with this, and then, and then Travis came up with a couple lines, like melodies that really weren't song lyrics. And then next time we got together again, he's like, hey, I got lyrics for this now. And then the song really kind of wrote itself. Yeah, it came together really fast, man. And uh, yeah, it was cool. Like Jeff, literally, I think it was a video. He sent a cell phone video. Yep, it was, and it was, I've got this thing, and we all went, great. We need more material, and this thing is cool. Mm-hmm. And so we learned his parts, and then we just kind of threw together an arrangement while Travis just kind of just, you know, kind of just made vowel sounds here yeah. and there to figure out what was going to be cool. All right, yeah, okay. But yeah, that next rehearsal, he came in with written lyrics, and it was like, does everyone remember the arrangement? Where was that big rest at? And mm-hmm. Okay, right after the bridge? Okay, I'll just watch you, Steve. And then we played it, and we got them playing the song. We were all like, dude, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like truly like one of those five-minute yeah, songs. Like you you, know. We wrote it in five minutes kind of a feel. Yeah, we were all beaming. And I remember Jeff in particular really smiling like, wow, that came together. This was just a crazy riff. Yeah, it started with, man, I've got this thing. And he was just sitting. It was a little video of him playing the guitar part. And he just sent it out. What do you guys think of this? And we're like, it's cool. Let's do something with it. And something you can build upon. Yeah, and it really came together that way. It was very cool. And then we decided to name the record that, I think, in a way, because it's the song that represents the band as a whole. Yeah. Which is really cool. It's been uh, cool. Yeah. Whole. Whole. Feels so, good on the whole. And then we also, uh, on the record, it's going to be a version of uh, the Postmodern Heroes uh, song, Heart Crusher, Heart that we Crusher. do live. Nice. Yes. So now it's kind of become its own, it's our version you know, it's mm-hmm. definitely. We made it darker and eviler and yeah, more crunchy. Yeah, I mean, do we just give a little yeah. taste of that one? It was too, those. It was it. those choruses. <laughs> when when I got into those choruses, I started going super dirge, like just pounding on these three chords Ooh, with just nice. downstrokes, and and that gave it this big dirgy. It we just made the song bigger and darker. Plus, we're tuned to whole step low. Yeah, so. Yeah, the whole thing just came off evil like the fruits of, of the, the devil. devil. <laughs> yeah. That's a little taste of that one. Heart pressure.
Yeah. <laughs> Pre-order the damn record. <laughs> Kickstarter.com. Yeah, once again, I haven't heard these since we all approved the Masters. And yeah, that chorus is just, it's so textured and thick. And yeah. sp- it's like it's like a sponge. There's a lot of crap going on it's in like that chorus. It's like biting into you- a moistened <laughs> chocolate cake. <laughs> like, that chorus is so thick, dude. It's rad. For me, I think that's going to be a fun one when you have headphones on and you're really baked. And you start zoning in on different parts. You're like, whoa, what's that going on over there? Well, if you listen, there's lots of there's ear candy that happens. Yep. Like, you know, you'll catch like an everyone's dead when uh, the drums drop out. You hear my guitar go straight up the middle all of a sudden. Oh. There's all this neat little panning stuff. And I think he even monoed it at some point. But yeah, Brett does all this subtle little ear candy stuff. It's fun. But yeah, if you were to torch a bowl and put on cans, you'd just lay there and be like, Welcome to the Brett Zone. <laughs> yeah. Brett Zone. <laughs> yeah, dude. I played it for Sid, like, you know, just in the car, and she was like, even just like, yeah, you guys got something pretty neat going on. I shouldn't say neat, because I don't think she uses that word. That's more neat. me. Well, it's but, a hell of a band. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know what I mean? I, I'm trying to figure out how to say that without sounding egomaniacal. It's, it's just a hell of a band. Yeah. yeah. They're great recordings. It's a great band. They're great songs. It's you know, great energy. Damn. Like, and, damn. And, and, and like I said, even on my Facebook post, I've posted somewhere, I was just like, it just really encapsulates five friends wanting to finally get together and make something. Yeah. And I'm very, very proud of what we did. And I think it's the most proud I've ever been about anything I've ever been a part of. And it's no disrespect wow. to anything else that I've ever recorded because uh, I've genuinely enjoyed all the, the records that I've put out. And I'm very proud of all of them. But I've never been more proud of something than what is going to come out in October. And I'm, I'm stoked that people are excited about it. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, this, this thing went a lot further than I think we yes. ever thought it would. <laughs> we thought one show for funsies and, and get a recording that we could keep for the rest of our lives. It's just kind of a cool thing to have. Never yeah. expected that this would be a somewhat frequent <laughs> band that plays shows like every few months. So the yeah. album drops in October and then now you're going to have to go on your world tour. Yes. It's, yes. it's like the, it's the poor man's mad season. You know what I yeah. mean, dude? Yeah. You know, like a bunch of guys that, that aren't stars uh, put together a really great band. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Travis and Jeff, uh, but like me, JT, and Steve. Yeah, we haven't know. done anything. Hey, 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 Steve <laughs> is a local celebrity. That's right. Oh, that's wrestling. My bad. That's wrestling. <laughs> okay, well, JT and I will just go eat popcorn somewhere quietly. I want to eat popcorn too, though. <laughs> All right, well, come see. You can sit with us, dude. I love popcorn. It's delicious. I love popcorn. <laughs> right, let's, let's talk about what happened with Glenn. Oh, my oh, gosh, Because yeah. yeah. we almost became a podcast of two men again. I know. Yeah, so. So, uh, wow. Um, first of all, sorry. <laughs> sorry Spider I missed. your ding ding, huh? Yo, I, I, I almost left. Um, so I missed last week because I was in, I tried to sign up for the, they only do like X amount of courses. Yeah. And for your motorcycle. And people, yeah, yeah, yeah. people book them up. Yeah. For the motorcycle. And so I, I kept trying to find a weekend. I couldn't find a weekend. I had already bought my bike. So it's sitting there. I'm like, man, and I've been just kind of putting around I'm my neighborhood. I want to ride. I want to ride. Yeah. You know, so I had to take that Monday, Tuesday course. So. Anyway, I apologize for missing the podcast last week. I love you guys and hated not to be here. But so many, many, many moons ago, when my wisdom teeth came in, as we all know, that happens when you're 10 or 11 or 12 mm-hmm. or whatever. Most of the time, the dentist just goes, ah, your wisdom teeth are coming in. Let's just get those babies out. Yeah, I remember that happening to me. Yeah, my dentist went, they're not messing with anything. His teeth are straight as an arrow. Let's just leave them. Mine are still in. Okay. So okay, Yeah. So, um, and man, you're going to get into some, I'll get into, I'll try and keep this brief, this story time with Glenn. But, <laughs> so I've had my wisdom teeth my whole life, but when they came in on my jaw in the bottom, when they pushed up through the gums, it left these little bitty baby flaps of gum 
that okay. kind of are back in behind my wisdom teeth. Little flippers. Yeah, kind of. They're itty bitty, and it's it's very. It's apparently it's very normal. There's even a, a, a I think it's called an apiculus. Oh, um, I think it's it like a fetish for it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, just just Google that. Yeah. My gum flaps. You know, yeah. Ladies love the so, gums. You know, they're, they're, they're these, but they're they're way oh. back there. And something that's happened all my life is once in a while, like a popcorn husk or a little yep. seed or something will get stuck in there. Oh no! And my gum will be kind of irritated and inflamed, and I'm like, ah, okay. And so I'll rinse. Usually, and I found out I'm not supposed to do this either. But I would take hydrogen peroxide and cut it with water. Yeah, yeah, You're not supposed to do that? No, you don't want to do that. Because your gums, this is part of why I was hanging out with the Grim Reaper. Your gums, it's a very thin membrane, and so things absorb quickly and easily through the gums and go right to your heart. It's kind of like doing a power nummy when you're doing blow. Not that I've ever done that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's, why, that's why you rub the coke on your gums, bro. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, next time, we'll try it together. Lesson learned. <laughs> Oh, okay. it's the first time. That'll no, be my no. first time. Now. Not that I, I, I saw that in a movie. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's anyway. Brody? August 17th. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve hopped up on Coke for the first time in his life. Power Nummy, a new song. Amazing. What the hell? I didn't know they were a punk band. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, this is just something that's going on maybe once every other year. I'll be like, oh, man, it's getting tender. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I bet. And then I'll rinse and rinse a couple times, and within a day or two, it goes away. Okay. It's something I've been dealing with my whole damn life. Not a big deal. So that's what was going on, let's say, last Sunday. It was present Monday and Tuesday, you know, you know through rider school or whatever. And it's like, yeah, goddamn, that's, that's pretty tender, you know, but I'll just keep rinsing and, and that'll kill it. So I woke up Wednesday morning and, man, I really didn't feel good. And my throat was super sore. And I'm like, God, that has gotten so bad back there now that it's going down my throat. And, you know, I looked in the mirror and there was a little bit of swelling visible in my cheek. And I'm like, well... Dude, you know, okay. And so I rinsed and then I went out and I went to work. And I drove from Burien into Seattle. And by the time I got into Seattle, my throat was closing off, or my airway, as they like to call it. Yikes. Jesus. My airway was closing off. The other thing that had happened was, I guess, the swelling and infection. I didn't realize that it had gotten infected. Ugh. This infection had now reached my inner ear. So if you've ever had the spins when you're drunk, I was in my car. And the world was rotating to the left. Oh, God. And I was running a bad fever, a high fever, 102 fever. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a mess. I'm freezing cold. I'm You're sweating bullets. Yeah. So I, I, at this Check point, I'm like, see. man, you know, I'm pretty stout, but I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was over here somewhere on 3rd Avenue and the little car, my little car that I used for Uber, my little Chevy Sonic, um, I called my good friend Stephanie Muma, her, her husband Calvin and I. We go, Calvin, Stephanie, Tawny, and I go back 20 years. Calvin was the singer of Tempercast. Tempered Cast. Atomic Outlaws. And the Atomic Outlaws. Oh, and Stephanie yeah. and I just became friends on Facebook. So yeah. this oh, is nice. Fun. This is a very fun moment. <laughs> oh, dude. So, so they're, they're <laughs> like family. I mean, when, when, when their first son was born, Tawny and I were actually the first people there. That's cool. It was Calvin's the four awesome. of us. You know, yeah. Calvin handed me his, his, his son still had the little wrinkle marks on him. He had just unfolded. And I'm like, dude. And he's like, no. And I'm like, what if I drop him? He's like, Glenn. Don't he, drop him. Yeah, he and hands you'll be me fine. his newborn. So what, what, yeah. <laughs> Glenn's using an iron and trying to iron out the wrinkles. Do I stop this? I just shake these out, man? How do I do it? So, <laughs> no, it's not a maraca. <laughs> Stop it. So uh, that gives you, you know, we don't get to see him very much anymore because life happens, but they're family, right? So Stephanie has always worked in administrative and dental. So I went, well, Stephanie knows her business, so I'll call Steph. We haven't probably talked in six months or four months, but I'll shoot her a call. And, and lucky me, she answers. She's like, hey, 
And I'm like, hey, Steph, here's what's going on. I'm like, I'm sorry to call you, you know, out of the blue, but I think I'm in trouble. And um, so my throat's swelling shut. I, can, I, I can't really swallow. It's a very forced effort to swallow. Yes, you're in trouble. Um, I'm, I'm dizzy. My equilibrium's out of whack. And I'm, I'm running a high fever, I can tell. And basically, it, it all stems from this gum. And I explain, you know, every once in a while, a little piece of food. Blah, 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 like, and I, I'm like, I think I'm in trouble. And she goes, you need to stop what you're doing right now now and i'm like okay and she's like oh my god we got to get you on a prescription a hardcore prescription right now she's like glenn this will kill you and so i'm yeah. in my car and i'm like okay i figured i was in trouble and she's like this will kill you and ex-boyfriend of mine died this way <laughs> glenn is hot-blooded so, can you turn yeah. the music turn the music bed down just here there you go or back up <laughs> so yeah so now I'm like, uh, you know, she said an ex-boyfriend of mine died this way. This will kill you. You have to understand that the infection, because your gum, that tissue is very thin, it'll absorb through the gum and it'll go either one to your brain and kill you, yeah. or it will go to your heart and it will kill you. Like if you went home right now and, and took a nap, you might not wake up. Jeez. So I'm like, oh. Well, okay, you know, in that it, case, you know, at this point, it's like the Grim Reaper's riding shotgun. He's like, "What's up, man?" I'm like, "Oh, when'd you get here?" He's like, "Just now." Yeah, you know, <laughs> can I run and, in the back of your hog? And he's like, "Yeah, let, let's uh, let's talk." You know, I'm like, "Nah, I kind of want to get some tacos." He's like, "Ah, we gotta talk." <laughs> this is an important conversation you know, we need to have. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm going to kill you. I'm literally flirting with the Reaper um, at this point, which got my attention. I didn't panic, but I was like, "Okay." And given that I'm highly fevered and the whole world's rotating leftward. I didn't take what she said lightly. Right. Um, so I'm like, what do I do? And she's like, we have to get you a hardcore antibiotic now. We have to start killing this infection. And she's like, you know, don't go home. Don't take a nap. You you might not wake up if it's this far gone. We need to get you medical attention immediately. I'm like, okay. So at this point, you know, I log out of Uber Lyft. <laughs> and I start driving, because I'm at work, man. I start driving towards Burien, figuring, you know, again, Stephanie's working this out. She, bless her heart, she got a hold of the doctor she works for, told him what was going on. He went, oh, my God. And by the time I got down into the Burien area, they had already called in these horse pill antibiotics. I think they're like 750 milligram, these antibiotics. Jeez, there you go. Oh, dude, it's like, I got to be real careful. They are so potent that they strip all of the natural good stuff out of your stomach. Jeez. So like, I have to be careful to eat or whatever on these antibiotics because they're so hardcore that you'll give yourself like perma-diarrhea. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like they'll, they'll tear you up. Right. But that gives you an indication again of, I, oh was, in, I was in trouble. I was in deep S. So I got back to the house. At this point, I'd called my wife, and I'm like, don't panic, but I'm hanging out with this Grim Reaper guy, <laughs> and he wants to take me out for tacos. And yeah. you know, you know, I'm like, everything's cool. Stephanie's on it. I'm on it. I'm going to be okay. And of course, Tawny's like, oh my God. And I'm right. like, well, I'm good. I'm on my feet. I'm getting treatment. Right. So I'm this not- This isn't the ghost of Glenn calling Yeah, you. I'm not going to check out. Right, I, not Patrick's I, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to check out, but we need to take immediate action or I'm going to leave. Yeah. And uh, so, bless Tawny's heart, at that point, she had called me back. She said she explained what's going on with her boss at the company she works for. They're the coolest people in the world. And she's like, because I, when I got home, I didn't want to sit down. I was like pacing my kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Even though I, the Panic. Wo- I had the spins. Well, I was scared to sit down because what if I donned it off and Stephanie had pretty much said like, 
if you and it was a lot closer than you thought. Yeah, you're yeah. in big trouble. Like this isn't a oh you're pretty sick. This is a you are in trouble. Like big trouble. So I didn't want to sit down. I'm just pacing my kitchen, <laughs> and uh, Tawny called and said, uh, "Your prescription's ready. I'm going to pick it up. I'll bring it home to you." Mm-hmm. So she brings me home this prescription, and I, I it didn't. Stephanie's like, "Take two to start. You got to get this in your blood immediately." So, so Glenn crushed it up and snorted. Oh, it. dude, I rubbed it. In my, I rubbed it on my gums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I get on the antibiotics. Um, I'm chomping ibuprofen like they're going out of style. And at this point, it's like, okay, at least I know I'm not going to check out. So obviously, I spend the rest of the day at home because I'm a mess. Bad fever. I've got the spins because my yeah. my inner ear is way out of whack because the infection had reached there, and I was in big trouble. So I made an appointment the very next morning, bless Stephanie's heart again, who, by the way, probably, uh, you're hearing the story, she probably saved my life. Oh, it sounds you know? like she definitely Stephanie saved your life. Stephanie probably saved my life. Um, Stephanie, I love you. Thank you for saving my life. Um, I made an appointment to go to the dentist the next morning. So I get in there. The guy's really, really cool. They get me in the chair, and I'm hipping him. Yeah, I've always had these. And he's like, oh. You know, and he's like, yeah, those are called a perculus. It's very common. Like 80% of the world has them if they still have their wisdom teeth. Yeah, it's just a little, I'm like, right. And so every once in a while, and Blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, so, yeah, he gets in there and looks and goes, whoa. He's like, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, this is severe. And I'm like, yeah, I've been noticing that, but I've been on the antibiotics since yesterday. Thank you. Um, I can't remember his name, but he probably saved my life too. Cause he's like, Dr. Field. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm calling in the script. You just want to call. But yeah, that's called, I think it's called a peculitis. So you have a peculus. That's what those little tiny little flaps are called. Uh-huh. A peculitis is when it gets sick. Mine was apparently purple. Oh Everything was gosh. swollen and purple, and he's like, dude, when it's this close to the airway, and I'm like, well, Stephanie had mentioned concerns regarding infection. He's like, oh, yeah, it'll hit your brain and your heart and take you out. He's like, but in your case also, this could swell your airway shut and you suffocate. Which is why you were having a hard time swallowing then. Oh, yeah. My he, God. Yeah, dude. it was bad, dude. So, you know, there I am. I'm like, well, and he's like, you know, normally we just put you on a hardcore antibiotic and kill the infection. We've already taken that step. And he's like, so you're okay. And he gave me, now here's the other confession, right? I hadn't been to a dentist in probably 25 years. Mm-hmm. So he gave me a full look over. I, I only have two cavities for 25 years. That's impressive. Oh, bro. Yeah. So he's like, well, no. So you learn a lot. He goes, there's two types of people out there. There's people that will have crowns and caps and fillings and all this kind of thing. And that's more common. And then there's people that you just got to make sure your gums stay healthy and you'll have healthy teeth the rest of your life. He's like, you're really lucky. You're in the latter category. There's two baby little cavities. You know, I joked, I'm like, sweet, one per decade. And he's like, yeah. He's like, honestly, you could do regular cleanings. Your teeth are never going to give you trouble for the rest of your life. So that was good news. Yeah. So yeah, he's I worry like, about those gums, though. You make so, sure those gums are okay. Well, the, right? the, the yeah. adventure continues. So, um, and I'm sorry if I'm going too long, but good story. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, it's fine. You know, the quick, quick thing. Oh, yeah. So I went to Defy Wrestling with my buddy Craig, who I'm going to a Pearl Jam show with. And we're just BSing. And he goes, man, I love, I love listening to Glenn on your podcast. Glenn's always got the greatest stories. <laughs> and in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, just wait until Tuesday when you find out how Glenn nearly died. This one's for you, bro. This is for you, Craig Proper. <laughs> All right, Craig. So, um, so at this point, he's like, you know, the only other thing we could do um, is we could pull that wisdom tooth. And then when all that heals up, this just won't happen anymore, at least not on that side. And I went, I'm down. Do it. And he goes, it's a healthy tooth. And I'm like, man, I'm down. If yeah. you tell me it'll eliminate it, I'm not, you know, let's do it. And he's like, well, do you want me to refer you out or you want me to just get the chisel? I'm let's like, go. Brother. Oh, God. I'm like, man. bro, let's do this. Oh, dude. So, you know. Yeah, I know how teeth are when they oh, get dude. the old Yanko. Hindsight's 2020. Yeah. It's, yeah. So oh, they do an x ray, and the guy's weirdest. like, you know, the guy was cool because he could tell that I was pretty chill. He's like, do you want to see this? I'm like, yeah, sure. He shows me the x ray. Now, 
it was of that side of my jaw. All your teeth have like a little hat, and then there's little tentacles that come down like a, an yeah. octopus. That's yeah. how teeth look. A wisdom tooth doesn't look like that. A wisdom tooth is a big chunk of bone. Uh-huh. It's like the last digit of your pinky finger, but a little longer. Yeah. And yeah. that is and see the reason it doesn't hurt. That's why they put you out for that one. When you're a kid, mm-hmm. oh, this gets better. When you're a kid, oh, um dude. when they pull them out, they're they're small and they're itty bitty and they're growing and they're not that deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm forty four years old. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's a chunk of bone. He's like, That's what we're doing. And of course I'm like, Okay. Yeah. So in comes the chick now with the Novocaine needles. Which I took is longer than your oh, dude, arm. I took four needles to the gum. Yeah. Four of them. And I'm really being, I mean, you talk about clutching the arms of that chair, but I'm really being cool. She'd be like, you okay? And I'd just hold up my, you know, thumbs up. And then she'd be like, wow. And I'm like, oh, you have the, the touch of an angel. You're like a feather. Dude, it was really unpleasant. She'd be like, you're going to feel a little zing. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, at that point, Stephanie came back and she's like, is the extraction necessary? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> straight up. And Glenn's just like, yeah, it's okay, I'm fine. Yeah, and, and Why the, are you removing his up? left foot, too? Oh, dude, and the, the doctor's like, well, no, it's not necessary, but. I want to do he's it. He's down, and it'll keep this from happening. Yet. I need to practice. And I look, I looked at Steph. I'm like, "Hey, I'm down." And he's like, "Yeah, you should see him. That is swollen and purple, and it's going to close off his airway." He was really in in bad trouble. But, so we're going to do this. And I'm like, "Yeah, let's do this." So at that point, Stephanie and the guy both are like, "So you you, you know you want the gas?" I'm like, "You know." By this time, I'm starting to go a little numb. So I'm like, "No, nah, man, I kind of want to. I oh. kind of want to be here for this." Oh, I've been there oh, for it. No, hindsight is twenty twenty, dude. So 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 how do you like it when they're when you can't feel it but you can still feel it? It took two guys to hold my skull still. Yeah. Yeah. And then the doc got cuz and I was a good patient. I was a good I, oh, I, yeah, every yeah. once in a while I might went err I took it. I just took it. But it took two guys to hold my skull cuz when he would pull on that baby. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't strong enough to hold my head still, man. No, no. And, dude, I'm telling you, when he pulled, it was my right lower back corner of my jaw. I felt it clear around my right ear. It felt like he was peeling my head like an orange. And the whole time I'm laying there thinking, This is a bad idea. You know, I volunteered for this. (laughs) Put me out. I changed my mind. You know, like, you can literally hear the voice like, Maybe this was a bad idea. (laughs) Oh, man. He worked on that tooth and worked on it and worked on it and worked on it and finally got that baby up Whoa. out of there. Dude, that's the weirdest feeling. I know I, it wasn't a wisdom oh. tooth, so it's not. It, it pales in comparison to what you were doing. But I remember when I had I broke a tooth. Yeah, same. Ooh, same. same. guys. So Ouch. it was already pretty much gone. There's still parts, and just even though my mouth was numb though, the feeling of them like grabbing like that wrench and like trying to yank it out. I yeah. mean, you feel you, you don't feel it, but you feel it. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. It's the worst. My, I remember, because I had the exact same thing you're talking about, Steve. I had yeah. a, a cracked back tooth because yeah. I had my wisdom teeth pulled when I was like 10 Most or something. Most people do. Yeah. And, but it I, was I that. I never give me a problem. I'm dude, scared Yeah, now. don't, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good juju, good juju. Yeah. But when we had that, I remember the dentist having to uh, literally prop his foot up on the chair <laughs> to like, to just like yank. He's yanking with both hands. And I'm like, it's the same thing where I, I didn't I, I was able to kind of keep my head stable but at the same point I'm wondering like who's just gonna you know have to put their hand on my forehead while somebody else is yanking this yeah, tooth man. out of my head yeah dude, what, what I focused on was you know because he, <laughs> he's gotta be able to work so you don't want your cheek too tight mm-hmm. was all I cause you make something your focus when you're in terrible pain you focus on whatever yeah and I'm like keep your mouth 
open the right amount. Mm-hmm. Do him that favor. And so the whole time, I just kept, I focused on that. And man, it was it was hardcore. Yeah. So we got it out, and I'm like, all right on, man. I'm like, dude, how, you know, was I? And he's like, you were excellent. Man, you were killer. I'm like, okay, cool, man. I always like to try and be a good patient. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, are you squeamish? And I'm like, no. Show it. And he's like, you want to see it? I'm like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Dude, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he holds the tooth up, and there's chunks of meat and, oh! and stuff hanging off of this baby. Oh, 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 oh. my God. I was expecting that. Dude, it is a big chunk. It's not like a tooth with the little stems. The wisdom tooth is like a big it's chunk a, of bone. It's like a chicken wing pillar. With the, with the meat still Dude, kind of stuck oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. So there's, uh, meat, there's meat and danglies uh, hanging off of it. Today's episode uh, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> and, then he, and then he rotated around. Spear, sports. Oh, dude. Wisdom he's, teeth. He's like, uh-huh. as you can see, you know, that the tooth is, he was like, it's healthy. He's like, you can see, though, the infection, the, the antibiotics would have gotten this, but the infection was spreading up into the tooth. And he's like, you were, you were in really big trouble. Wow. And I'm like, oh, man. Did he draw a hole in it and make it a uh, necklace for you? Well, at that point, you know, I, I, and I literally was like, hey, man, listen, can I keep that? I want to send it to my mama. And he kind of laughed. I'm like, I'm not kidding. She still has my baby teeth, and I figure I'll send her that one, too. And he's like, you really want it? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I want it. I want to send it to my mom. Yeah, I can't I can't throw stones, man. When I had my, uh, my gnarly tooth uh, pulled, I kept it for a while. I'm going to mail mine to my mom. My, you know? Do they clean the meat off of it? Or? They clean the meat off of it, and I even told Tony I was going to brush it one last time. <laughs> do they give it in uh, like a little envelope sort of thing? Mine's in a little clear plastic bag. Oh, nice. see, mine was, in, mine was in a little brown envelope, and the worst thing was was I was living I was living with my buddy in his condo up in Linhood, and so uh, when I went to go move, I lost it. Oh. I don't know whether or not I left it there. Or I let it's at a crime or, scene or somewhere, to the new confusing house. the hell out of some detective. Right. Yeah, some CSI exactly. teams out of that house. Like, <laughs> we don't waiting. know who this is. So, okay, well, we're almost to the end. Uh, <laughs> so they pack my head full of gauze, yep. and I go out, and we're all kind of BSing at the front counter. I'm jovial. I'm happy. Thanks so much. You guys yeah. are great. Really appreciate you saving my life. Yeah. And I drive home. I call Tawny. She's like, why are you driving? I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm Tawny. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got a hell of an endorphin rush going, but the Novocaine, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. So they called in a prescription for Vicodin because yeah. they're like, you're going to be in a lot of pain. I was like, man, I'm a little uh-huh. weird about opioids and prescription pills. They always do I that. don't really take them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm if you don't really take either. them, I've just lost friends to them. So I'm like, I just don't take them. And they're like, well, we can give you like a, a like a Vicodin. I forget what the milligramage is, but they're like, that'll, that'll do the trick for you. I'm like, okay, man, cool. And they're like, trust me, you're going to need it. And I'm like, dude, I, I trust you. Right. I just don't want to be hooked on stuff. So I get home and Tawny's like, well, I'll pick up your Vicodin and I've got the rest of the day off. I'll come home and, and watch after you. I'm like, great. So I get home and I was instructed, when you get home, switch out the gauze. So they gave me this whole thing of gauze. Well, I pulled that gauze out of my head and it was like there was an open can of tomato soup in my mm-hmm. skull that had unlimited tomato soup. Mm. I bled so much. Yeah. I mean, I ended up pulling a bar stool up to the sink and just sitting over my kitchen sink because it wasn't like I was spitting blood. It was just running out of my mouth. Jesus. Running. And I'm like, God damn. So now this is where I really screwed up because it's supposed to clot. I wasn't thinking clearly. I was like, well, That's maybe, maybe yeah. if I get in there and rinse. Oh, no. So I start taking Ugh. salt water nope. rinses Not to this weird. open wound. Dude, it, it <laughs> here's Glenn trying to kill himself now at this point. Oh no, it gets better. Oh Jesus! So I'm trying to, and I'm like, maybe if I just do it enough, it'll stop. And no, no, all it did was knock away the clotting. Oh. 
So it is like a river of blood coming out of my head. And I texted, I, I should find the text, but the text literally said like, um, like U-M-M-M-M dot, dot, dot. I'm bleeding a lot and I'm kind of concerned that I'm going to run out. <laughs> like, because as I understand, I think you only have like two pints mm. and I'm kind of looking at this like, man, I've already filled half a pint glass for sure. If not more, it is running out of my skull so much that I could see the blood in the garbage disposal. There was that much blood oh. in there. So I was really, and I'm like. You know, am I going to bleed out in my kitchen? And of course, you know, once or twice, I'm like, and so there's blood everywhere. And then I'm walking to the can to try and put more gauze. And there's blood. It looked like a like Jason Voorhees had come over for dinner. Nice man. So then I didn't want Tanya to come home and see that because she'd panic. So now here's me with my yeah. he- my head stuffed full of gauze, crawling around on my hands and knees, mopping up this murder scene, getting all the blood off the back of the kitchen wall where I went, and it's all over the faucet. So I get all this blood cleaned up. Tawny comes home, you know, and she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm a little concerned because I won't stop bleeding, but Google says I shouldn't bleed to death, you know? <laughs> so this is going on, and, and so Tawny's now reaching out to Stephanie, and Stephanie's like, look, it, they pulled a huge bone out of his mouth, and it's yeah. deep. It's it's deep. It's a big hole, and it's going to bleed like hell for a while. Tell him to keep the gauze on it. You're going to focus on trying to get it to clot. Yeah. He's going to bleed like that for a couple hours. Yeah. That's okay. why, like, don't drink out of a straw. Don't. Oh, that yeah, that, that, yeah. Those instructions even came later. So now, <laughs> here's me with my head packed full of gauze, and I set a timer for 30 minutes, and she's like, you can't spit, because you, you'll develop Stop a, spitting. I think they call it a dry socket, and Stephanie, yes. said, yep. Yep. Stephanie said that, that was, was more painful than fear. childbirth. That was a big fear for my wife. Sucks. Yeah. They said, she said it was more painful than childbirth. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to avoid that. But then the other thing is, like, don't swallow, because if you swallow too much blood, you'll make yourself sick. Right. But I couldn't spit. So you would be a terrible girl from Kirkland. I bet I swallowed <laughs> half a pint of blood. I just sat there on the couch and swallowed Ugh. it. Just kept swallowing mouthful after mouthful after like mouthful vampire. of blood. Dude, now I know what it is to be a vampire. Um, salty. <laughs> I want so, to suck uh, my own blood. A little, blood. A little yeah. coppery. Oh, dude. So I'm just sitting there basically swallowing mouthful after mouthful of my own blood. And Tony's like, you really need to take a Vicodin. And I'm like, I'm not sure if that makes sense until the bleeding stops. Let's mm. get the bleed. This, this was the biggest mistake of the whole thing. I don't think that makes sense until the bleeding stops. Let me get the bleeding under control. And I'm kind of laughing because I could tell she was scared. I'm, I'm kind of laughing and trying to make light of the situation. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, don't worry, baby. I'm good. Once the bleeding stops, I'll, I'll take some Vicodin and I'll be fine. Well, so the Novocaine wore off. Mm. Yeah. I was in so much pain that my body went into shock. Oh my God. I'm sitting there on the couch, and Tawny said I was as white as a roll of paper towels. I went ghost white. I was ice cold. My hands are shaking, and I'm kind of like, baby, I don't know if I'm doing so good. She's like, you're in shock. You're in shock. And I'm like, from getting a tooth pulled? And what she's like, yes. Mean? You know, you've been bleeding for an hour and a half. Yeah. You you had, yes, Glenn, yes, from getting a tooth pulled. You're in shock right now. And I'm like, okay, maybe bring the Viking in, dude. <laughs> By that point, I was in so, I mean, I'm not going to, I was in a lot of pain. Oh, I bet. I mean, I was in a dude. lot of pain. But again, Tawny was nervous, so I'm just kind of taking it. You know, but of course now I'm in shock. So I'm ghost white. My hands are quivering. I'm like, everything's fine. Don't I'm worry. Good. Let's I'm order okay. a pizza. I'm yeah, sure dude, I'm fine. You know. It'll be great. I think yeah. some guy wants to take me to get tacos. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm grim. I'm looking at the window past Tawny's chair, Gee, and the, the Reapers out there. Like, remember me, bro? Yeah. You thought me. You thought you shook me yesterday. I'm back. Yeah. You know, like, dude, a lot of pain. Like wow. opening my mouth to replace the gauze was 
almost unbearable. Yeah. Really painful. So then I got the Vicodin in me. After I got the Vicodin in me, suddenly it was Saturday evening. I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. <you. laughs> I, won't, I won't waste your time with the details that followed, um, but pretty much I'd take one That's or two of those nuts. babies. Tawny said I was high as F. Yeah. Um, when I'd start to come off the Vicodin, I'd feel that granular opioid withdrawal thing, which I don't like. And no. I, so I would take another one. But by Friday night, which was probably too soon, I had already said no more Vicodin. I think I have like 23 of them left. Mm-hmm. I was just like, no more. I'll take goddamn ibuprofen. So Saturday, I would say I was tender. <laughs> I was yeah. I was in pain, but I was like, I'm not taking any more of those Vicodin, No, I'm with man. you, man. I don't like the way I feel when uh, I take those pain pills. Uh, dude, and it's, I, it's, it's ruined some friends of mine's yeah. lives, and it's killed a couple people that I love. It's killed them. So I'm kind of weird about pills. I'm not a pill guy. You want to drink a fifth of Jack Daniels, let's do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not interested in a Percocet or a Percodan or an Oxy, unless I'm really hurting, in which case- that situation, Yeah, absolutely. then hook me up, so- Yeah, those things just make me feel itchy and weird. Oh, dude, so Saturday- I was tender, but okay. By Sunday, I was kind of myself. And yesterday, I went and worked a full shift. And, you know, today, I'm a little tender and achy, mm-hmm. but I'm here. And, yeah, that's that's probably an Dude. anticlimactic ending, but no. that's that's well, the story, yeah, crazy, guys. Man. That's, uh, well, I think so, about my wife, when she had hers removed, like, they put her out. You know what I mean? So that way, and that, the dry sockets was a big fear, but it's funny- you know how you always hear these stories of people coming out and saying the weirdest crap because they put you under and like you come through and you're still in loop, loopy loop land. Yeah. And all she said when she came at, through was, that was fun. That was her only <laughs> thing that was like a little out of the ordinary. Otherwise, she was so chill about it all. But yeah. Well, and I remember thinking back to Stephanie's eyes being huge and be, she was like, you don't want gas? I'm like, no, man, I kind of want to like, I don't remember how I put it, but basically it was like, if this is going to go down, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, because I'm a pretty stout guy and I'm overly curious. And you're sure. going to jerk a chunk of bone out of my skull? I don't want to miss that. Yeah. Halfway through, I was like, man. What was I thinking, man? You know, and I had to sign a, you know, it made me think of that movie Malice. It's a great movie. Um, but I basically, because they were extracting a perfectly healthy tooth, I had yeah. to sign a waiver saying like, hey, bro, I'm giving you permission to jerk this thing out of my skull. <laughs> you know? And usually that's like 300 bucks in Nevada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my week, man. Um, and you know, and all, the only time the Reaper really only came to visit was when that infection, infection. spread into my throat and into my, my ear. God, dude. Um, and yeah, the next stops are the brain and heart or the airway goes completely shut and you suffocate. And so, yeah, driving back from Seattle, spinning to the left. Yes, I know. I shouldn't have been driving everyone, please. I was, the Grim Reaper was in the back seat. Yeah. Like, am I getting charged for this, or are you taking me directly to SeaTac? I'm like, dude, <laughs> please, <laughs> please. I'm just going home. Like, no offense, but I, 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 there's some stuff I wanted to do. Yeah, we well, got a big CD release show in October. Yeah, yeah right, right. You know, <laughs> Window like, Pain's going on tour. I was, I was kicking with the Reaper, man. But um, I'm here, Stephanie Muma. Um, thank, Shout out to her, thank man. Thank God, man. You talk about, like, the universe looking out for you or God looking out for you. When I called her. She was off that day. She was chilling at home. She had the day it's off. It's crazy. How that she, she'd yeah. have been at work. She might not have been able to take the call. I might have went home and taken a nap because I didn't feel well. Mm. It's it's hard to say God or the universe or whatever it is you believe in. You know, God was looking out for me, man, because um, I was in real big trouble. And Stephanie was off, had the day off, called her dentist. He got me the script. By the time I got back into Burien from Seattle, Gosh. it was only another 20 minutes before I was on the medication. Well, dude, it's like this morning we were talking about this story of this uh, the band Every Time I Die, the guitarist, like he, his shtick when he plays live, not shtick, but like he likes to swallow some, get a bunch of beer in his mouth and spit it in the air, right? 
So he spits it in the air, and some of the, the, the residual spit lands in someone in the front row in their eye. Some girl, she like wipes out. But then after like after the show, she's like, "This just feels weird. It's still kind of bugging me." Next day, it's like, "This is really. I should get. I should go to the doctor. I think I got like infected by the spit. Maybe this guy's got some weird disease or something. I don't know." Doctor goes, "Like, oh no. The reason why your eye is acting up is that you have a tumor, and we need to remove it. Otherwise, you're going to die." Jeez. Oh, she hadn't gotten that spit in her eye. By a band called oh. Every Time I Die. Saved her life. My buddy, the Reaper's on drums. Like, right? Hey, chicken in the front row. I'll see you tomorrow. Do you like tacos? Right. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, it's like when you hear these stories, you're like, it's just so weird how certain things happen. Had they not happened, someone could have, she could have died not realizing, yeah. you know, like no, no different with you if you had not got I a hold of really, her. Stephanie was off that day. And took immediate action. And yeah, if she hadn't been off that God, day or she had been busy man. or who knows, right? Because um, I was, honestly, I I'm a smart enough guy. If I couldn't have gotten a hold of Stephanie, I would have driven straight to a dental clinic and said, look. Like mm-hmm. urgent care or anything, I am yeah. dizzy. My throat's swelling shut. I'm running a fever, and I've got- I don't feel too good, you Mr. Know, Stark. Hopefully someone would have put me on uh, a hardcore <laughs> antibiotic. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You Thank know, God, though. She answered the phone. She answered and... the phone, and she really went above and beyond. She had me in. She had me scheduled in the next morning. But and, the biggest uh, disappointment yeah. is that you did not go under, so we didn't get any fun audio of you coming <laughs> through. Like, I went online just to Sorry, check. Sorry, man. And I just typed in wisdom tooth removal, and this one, just the headline on YouTube is, my tongue fell out. Funny reaction. <laughs> oh, no. So I have no idea how this is going to sound, but it's some girl that just came through after my having- My tongue a, fell out. Let's hear what, what happens with her. If it plays, it's gonna play. Come on. Um, no, it's probably just dry blood. Ah! What's the My tongue fell out again. It's not your tongue. <laughs> again. Did, oh. they, did they fix our eyes? Can I see now? No, you need your glasses. Did still. they fix my eyes? Oh. I mean, like, they stole my cheek. They might as well fix my eyes. <laughs> stole her cheek. They stole her cheek. I know how I'm she feels. Sweating. This thing is like making me overheat. You like here. She doesn't even know what's going Not on, this dude. One. Yeah. No. I like mine. This thing's a piece of shit. Oh, hey, dirty <laughs> bird. All right, we're good. What's All great, too, right. Rev, is, is that girl's maybe like 13 years old. She's this pretty little t- young girl. You potty mouth. Sorry, dude. Oh. It's like that one movie we watched just the other day. There was some girl, she was drugged up on something, and she's like, watch, I can make this popsicle disappear. And she like <laughs> finishes, like, <laughs> right? And her, mo- and her mom's like, stop doing that. That's your talent? She's like, this is my talent. Oh, and does like the oral thing. And then she goes, oh, mom, don't act like you've never done that before. <laughs> like, and then there's dad's like, no, I'm, honey, actually, she has yeah, it. Dad, her dad's sitting over the corner just sweating it's like not my little girl, not my little girl, please, not my little girl. Not like, I wish it was 1953. I wish it was 1953. I wish it was 1953. We don't talk about that. See, hot pop. How do you spell popsicle? Oh yeah, there you go, popsicle. Oh yeah. If you do end up, if they're like, yeah, we're gonna jerk a part of your skull out, and they ask if you want the gas, man, say yes. That's a show you can miss. Just I say really, yes. I wanted to see the show. You can miss the show. Yeah, you can. And I'm high as balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to bleep something here. Oh my god! Oh, she is cracked out. That's good. That's what we're supposed to do. Now watch this. Want to see my special talent? 
Oh no! She just that's, deep throats it. Special talent that oh. you can stick that all the way to the back of your neck. Don't act like you haven't done it before, Mom. Oh. <laughs> oh, and again, again, that girl's probably like 13 and she's laying in a hospital bed out of her mind on drugs. So that wasn't like a dinner table thing. That was a, her brain was off. Right. And yet, she, it, was a, it wasn't even a slightly melted popsicle. Oh, brand new. She put that baby all the way down there. And had more room to fit another probably couple inches. Yeah. <laughs> Don't act like you have her mother's like, why is this happening? Well, dad it's is... It's bad enough her daughter's in the hospital, now this. Poor dad's like just rubbing her leg like it's going to be okay. Don't curse, baby. Don't curse. Yeah, right. Now I learned that my daughter has that special talent. That's just great. <laughs> I'm, they call I'm, her Sally the Throat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> can you put me under too so I can forget any of this happened? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> why don't we do some voicemails, emails, and some text messages before we run on out of here? Thanks for uh, putting up a story time. That was awesome. Thanks for crash. I didn't die, Ziggy. <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. That's a special talent that you can stick that all the way to the back of your neck. Don't act like you haven't done it before, Mom. <laughs> I love it. The whole, clip, sass. the whole clip starts with that little girl saying, I'm high as balls. I'm high as balls. <laughs> Let's hear that part again. Yeah, that, that part was awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's me. Oh, oh, wait. Hey, Tim. <laughs> Get up high as balls. <laughs> <laughs> that poor girl. That sounds like me on like a Saturday night in college. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm high as balls. She, she sounds so panicked. She's like, I'm high as balls. I don't know how to get down. <laughs> and I have this phallic object in my hand. I know what? I should deep oh, throat man. it. Oh, we got a text. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago we played that clip of Travis uh, singing uh, 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 Bocelli. Uh, at the oh, window pane yeah. vinyl God. release party. Yeah, he did it again the next night at Highway 99. It was killer. Uh, this person says, what the F? Travis sounds just like Bocelli. Is it Bocelli, right? That's how I'm saying I don't right. know. Travis would know. I don't, I'm, I I'm not going to pretend to be. Yeah. yeah, that guy, the opera guy. That was amazing. Travis is such a cool guy, too. I got to meet him at Live Day and told him how much I liked the first Bruiser Brody show at Studio 7. He was extremely grateful. He even took my Bruiser Brody EP, took it backstage to get it signed by everyone, which was so awesome. Oh, that's cool. Can you guys please record Travis singing that Bocelli song and make it the hidden track on your next Bruiser Brody album? Uh, we won't be able to do it for this one, but maybe for the future one. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, immediately, I'm like, what a great idea. And I'm like, way too late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. We're way too deep in where we're at. We, oh, can't, yeah. we can't go backwards. But thank you. Uh, looking, this person texted in at 253-271-4787. Looking for gifts for grandma and stumbled across a mug on Amazon. And it said, quote, I didn't fart. My ass blew you a kiss. Nice. I need that one. I'm eyes balls. <laughs> balls. Uh, this text says, I love the show, guys. Question for Glenn. Can you get a trike or a bike with a sidecar and use it for ride share? That might be a fun place to get places faster. <laughs> Dude, right? Uh, I was telling a guy the other day that I had sold my 66 Pontiac to buy my Harley, and he was like, oh, man, too bad Uber doesn't have an Uber Classics thing. And I'm like, Right. There was one ride you know, share. Like, I'll come pick you up in a 66 Pontiac, That man. would be cool. There, right? was, there was one ride share. One person was using literally a, I don't, maybe it was a joke, but uh, my wife was talking about how she saw a pickup with the, either the Lyft or the Uber sticker. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, 
do you really want to sit, you know, bench seat right next to the person giving you the ride? It seems uh, a little weird. I had, I had a weird one yesterday. Where what do you prefer? Like when you do do the Uber stuff, do you like when someone sits right next to you? Or? I like them in the, sit them in the back. Sit them in the back. I normally. I do never that. know what to do. I do that because they have more room, but yeah. it's completely up to them. I usually watch where they head. Mm-hmm. But like yesterday, uh, I had an Uber pool, and I had two really sweet kind of teenage girls, seventeen year old girls in the back. Were they high and, as balls? <laughs> may, maybe they might have been. Oh, we're high as balls. But um, it was Uber Pool, and man, we pulled up to the Seven Eleven, and this weird little dude with this giant beard and all these tattoos. He gets in, and dude, it, I'm sitting right next to you. you don't need immediately. To talk about that. No, <laughs> he was a weird little guy, and he, I know, I think I know, he was probably stoned out of his mind, and he just started going off about not being. He was like, I, I didn't want to effing ride in the pool, and I'll pay the twenty bucks. I'm just going up the hill, and now I'm in a car with these strangers, and he's sitting next to me. And the girl behind me is like, um, if you go into the app, you can. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I don't even know. It always makes me take a pool. And I, you don't have to take a pool. Weird guy. And so the girls got out, and then he went on this tear about how, you know, now I got these girls are all wigging out because of the weird guy in the front. <laughs> and I, I didn't want to be like, bro, the only one wigging was you. They were really nice. The girl was even telling you how to work your app. I was just like, yep. I hear you, dude. Yeah. And I had to drive yeah, where right. he was going. And when, when we got there, he was so comforted by the fact that I just listened to him babble. He's like, man. Thanks. We shook hands, but he had finished whatever he was eating before he got in the car, uh, and so now uh, that was that handshake. Uh, so like I was like Napoleon uh, for the next twenty minutes with my my hand tucked away and I would use it, you know, the old stink palm yeah, there, yeah, until I could get to a gas station and wash it, you know, Just like, pour gasoline on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What made me start talking about this? Oh, the pickup truck. Yes. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't care where they ride, but normally I put them in the back because. They'll have generally more leg room and yeah. it's more comfortable. And, and it's, it's, I think how people are used to taking yeah. a, a, cab, a cab, really, essentially. Unless right. it's like you're going with a bunch, you know, like two, three, four people and you have to do it. And occasionally someone will be like, dude, can I ride up front? I'm like, of course you can, yeah. man. Do what you want. You know, I'm, I'm good with whatever. I yeah. really, you know, whatever's clever. Um, and the guy yesterday was the closest I've ever come to having an unpleasant pleasant rider. And even he wasn't that bad. He just was weird. He was just a weird, yeah. socially awkward guy. Has anyone, uh, you know, late night, taking someone home, they uh, did a little uh, beefing in the back? A little farting? Haven't had any farts happen, but uh, I... I um, Grandma's kisses. I don't, I don't drive the late nights anymore unless I have uh, to to make okay. up for a shift, dude. I do Monday through Friday days. Um, like today, um, today's probably my latest day. I'll drive till 8 or 9 o'clock, depending on how late the, the cast goes. But yeah, I, I I guess that's a good way to be. After doing it and realizing I really didn't make that much more money doing it, yeah, I prefer not to deal with the drunks. Yeah, yeah. So I've had the, I hear you, the man. hugging and the loving and the kissing and then the the, the kissing. Oh, people up around the seat. I, I was love really you, man. drunk. And you know, <laughs> you're the best. You know, and the one guy that was hammered and went on a 20 minute tirade about the fact that it was the coolest thing ever that I spoke English. You don't know how cool it is. You speak English. Yeah, I couldn't handle all the <laughs> drunkies. Yeah. 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 So after a while, it's like, I love everybody, but I'll stick to the daytime when it's like, hey, is your day wrapping up? Yeah, I'm finally getting I'm off. Tired. Oh, that's rad. What's the plan for tonight? Oh, man, I'm just going to kick back and watch TV. Deep Dude, a popsicle. killing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's your special talent? <laughs> what can you do? I'm going to take Have some you met my friend, the Grim Reaper? Popsicle. Yeah. The Reaper's been riding with me. So he's part of pool. <laughs> yeah. I can't get him out of this damn vehicle. <laughs> yeah. 
keeps wanting to go get Taco Bell. Yeah, he wants street tacos, man. I don't know what's up, man. He's I'm feeling a lo- I'm feeling a lot better. We got an email at themigscast at gmail.com. <laughs> Trevor and Puyallup, Titanic Dudes for Life. He says, I just want to write you guys and say how great the cast is. I love the energy and positivity you all bring to the table. I never laughed harder than I did when you guys did the movie porn name guessing game. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> bad, As bad. for this week, Glenn talked about the show Billions. Such an amazing show. It is. It even has the guy that played Gale in Breaking Bad, and his character is so twisted but hilarious. Anyways, I just want to show my appreciation for the cast and everything that you guys do. Stay Aww. positive, boys. P.S. Let's start raising some money to get that new Bruiser Brody album out. I know I would pay in advance. Well, oh, it's already dude. raised. Yes. Go to yeah. BruiserBrodyBand.com and you can get the link to our <laughs> Kickstarter or just type in Bruiser Brody, Everyone's Dead in Kickstarter. You'll find us. Yep. And if you want to pre-order the record, you can. I mean, we have all these different tiers from, you can just throw, you know what's cool? is that We even have an option if you just want to throw five bucks as like a, hey, good luck to you. Nobody's done that one. Everybody's doing either... A couple people did the digital download, which is awesome. But yeah. everyone's doing like one of the higher tier ones, which is like autograph CD, baseball jersey T-shirt. Yeah, they want to make like it the three quarter sleeve T-shirt, yep. which I think is really cool that people are opening up their wallets and not just dropping ten bucks, five bucks. And if you did do that, don't get me wrong, that's Thank incredible. You. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how we're at like it's like something in one dollars. Like if you look at our what's our actual? Total? Oh, I think there's a Let thing that's that's it. like a one dollar. Like thanks. Like literally, you can. I, you, I thought there's just a five dollar one. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I just wonder: Did somebody like decide just for funsies? Like, I'm going to give them fifty-one dollars. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Well, I, I, I it think up, you I'll can get coffee. Yeah, I think you can do a specific. Like, yeah, you're at three thousand five hundred and six dollars. Hey, how did you end up at six? I don't know. Like, because you do have the pledge fight. No, none of that. Nothing, everything's ten dollars. You've got five backers at fifteen, so I think that comes out to a five there. Yeah, um, and anybody can just. I, I I think you can choose the tier, and as long as you're above, yeah, you so, can put whatever. Yeah, maybe so you can do fifty one dollars. Maybe someone wanted to be a little weird and uh, just do that's one hilarious. where there's an extra dollar. I want more of those. I think that's funny. <laughs> maybe the thousand uh, dollar went one thousand and one. Maybe he thought he had a bid. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. You never know. Wow, and wow. <laughs> I'm so pumped about that uh, private acoustic performance thing because I, I am know. just stoked that somebody was willing to do that. That blows my mind that they opened up their wallet that much uh, for us. And trust me, when we're going to do everything our, in our power to give you the best show that you could experience for that kind of money, like that's going to we're going to over deliver on that acoustic performance. That's going to be a hoot. Yeah, we're at, we're at three thousand five hundred and six dollars. <laughs> yeah, rad. and we just I think you so can rad. just you can just randomly once you choose a tier. You, uh, uh, as long as you make it as much as it is. So they might do like $51. Yeah. Oh, or like $36 or something strange and fantastic. I feel like Ziggy probably was the one that did something with like an odd number just to kind of mess things up in a fun way. Or he did the $5 thing like eight times. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like no one has actually just pledged the five dollars. Everyone has gone for something at the very least. The digital download—that's cool. It's so awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, let's check out a uh, voicemail and see what's going on. on uh, yes, hello, Steve Miggs. This is Christopher Walken. How I just called to now now f that BS. No, this is Ziggy. Hi, guys. Hi, so I just got done walking Kyle from the White Olin Records to his car. And Kyle, you made me do this. Uh-oh. Hi, Steve. I'm going to be a dad. It's weird. What? 
I hope Kyle will let me get away with that. Anyway, I love you guys. Uh, be good. Be safe. Ziggy's having and, a baby. Uh, is Kyle the father? To yourself. Is Kyle the baby? Love you all. <laughs> and I'm hi, Ziggy. Bye. Oh yeah. So if he's hammered. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. So did Kyle impregnate Ziggy? Like there are so On the many way to the car? more questions. I'm confused. Yeah. But I'm also very happy for him. Yeah, congratulations. That's on, awesome. Like, is, or, is it a food baby? Yeah, or is yeah. it something you'll yeah. have to... Did he eat a very large burrito? Yeah. Like, he have a, can you name it Iggy? So he has a little Iggy? Ziggy and Iggy. Ziggy and Iggy. <laughs> He's got to name his son Pop. Ah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ziggy Pop. <laughs> Ziggy Pop. Ziggy, I, I, dude. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. We think. We need clarification. Can you name your child Migscast? <laughs> <laughs> this is a little baby mix cast. And then everyone, or a little douche. Everyone will always get it wrong. They'll call it mix. Yes. Oh, is it that the mix cast? No, mix cast. Right, mix cast. Oh. Mix. Yes. Yeah, so mix a lot. Fine. Cast. The yeah, mix sure. cast. Dude, that is freaking awesome. If everything you're saying is, I I think what we're putting two and two together that he's having a child. Congratulations, and Kyle man. is making him tell us confess. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I'm very confused on how Kyle is And what does Christopher Walken have to do with all From this? The Why was he on the phone? It sounded like Kyle should have been watching, walking Ziggy to his car. Yeah. Oh, no. No one should have been walking anyone to any cars, no. actually. Yeah. Unless it the... was my car and it was Uber. There you go. And you can sit up front if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, good luck I to mean, you, Ziggy. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, more confusing than a soap opera plot at this point. So <laughs> let's check out another con- voicemail. <laughs> Maybe it's him. Right, yeah, watch. It's Kyle. Totally not hey, Megs, what's up? It's Stevie, the Packers fan. Now, if Stevie's also pregnant. Now I'm just going to, yeah, <laughs> then we're done with the podcast. Yes. Yeah, it's time to retire this podcast. We don't need guys having babies. Um, hey, Rev, first huh. of, questions for Rev, first of all. Have you seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, and what did you think? I did not see it, so uh, I'm cool. Okay. I kind of want to see it. The first one was a really good time. The yeah. first one was all right. I was okay with it. Wasp looks hot, though. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. Oh, from Lost? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I used to have such a crush on her. Yeah, remember, oh, the, remember the scene where they go to the lake to d- dive into the lake to retrieve the bag yes. of guns, and she takes off her bottom, and she's just wearing these little string bikini panties? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, Evangeline Lilly. And she was on the cover, I think, of Rolling Stone magazine. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like, as an adult, it takes a lot for me to make love to myself with something that's not porn. Like, you know, besides, obviously, with my, well, I don't make love to myself when I'm with my wife. But like, <laughs> that damn cover picture, just her, made me, like, think not impure thoughts. Oh, yeah. 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 Boner City. She, she ended up in the Hobbit movies, didn't she? Yeah. No. You're thinking, that's Liv Tyler. I don't no, know if it's Liv Tyler was also in, hot. Uh, Liv Tyler was in the Lord of the Rings movies, man. I'm talking about the Hobbit movies. Evangeline Lilly yeah, was in the, the, the Hobbit movies. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah, she was. See, that's well, right. Now I have a reason to watch the Hobbit movies. That's right. Was she a Hobbit? She was like a hot elf. She was a she hot had elf. hairy feet? Yeah. She did not have hairy feet. <laughs> okay, good. No. So much for that fetish. All right, back to Stevie. <laughs> no, she still has pokey ears. And then, Glenn, how are you, how are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I had a mouthful of coffee at the time, ah. but... um. Uh, I almost died last week, but I'm doing great, man. Okay, here's a odd. Um, well, mix. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Bear it's with okay. Me. I didn't almost die. I'm fine. Thank you for introducing me to that Brett Almaker song. There you oh, go. I really you? love that song. I play it at work. I freak out my coworkers. Then we go into something heavy, so it's all cool. Nice. But we need to get a show with Brett Almaker or. I don't know if he does solo or with the rodeo. He's doing the rodeo. Need that. Need pound to play and either window playing or wide only the wreckage. 
just have a weird show and get a different array of people. That'd be cool. I don't know if, uh, what Opinion's tour is going to be like in the fall, because I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I want to see Town Live so bad. Uh, mm, me too. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. Talk to you later. Bye. Uh, yeah, I mean, cheers, bro. Yeah, I should talk to Brent maybe in October. Maybe that would be a pretty fun bill. That's yeah. what I said. With everything else going on, I had forgotten that we need to rope in a date for MixFest. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think JT's trying to find the venue to... Yeah, because when he hit me up and said, yeah. dude, there's nothing at the Croc in October, I'm like, well, dude, let's shoot for November. I was thinking Brody CD release. I wasn't thinking MixFest. We well, could do November, too. I don't care. That MixFest doesn't have to be in October. Yeah, yeah I, November's I, fine by me as well. That had Whatever works flown for under my venue. radar, man. I've had so... Yeah. I've had so much... Well, you got kind of something going on. Going on. Nearly dying. Uh, a window pane tour. It's Okay. We'll figure it out. And, and like I said, I mean, like, I don't care when it happens. This another, be year three, right? Yeah. Whoa. And how about last one was our EP release, and now this is going to be the CD release. Yeah, see? We're, Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. growing up, man. Yeah, Next, moving on up. Mix Fest 4 will be our double album. Up. I know, right? Yes. <laughs> Melancholy in the... Oh, come on. Mix Fest 4, we have to parachute into the venue. Yes. Ouch. I know Zip someone that can maybe? help us with that. Really? My buddy that does marketing with Red Bull when they do that. Well, oh, probably, the flute dog. I don't think he would let us be a part of it, but I mean, <laughs> maybe they would do it. I just going to be dope Like there's a big red X out in the parking lot, and here comes Bruiser Brody, and, you know, and, and we shoot down into the... <laughs> You know, yeah. And and then we... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I would bounce. And there's Glenn Toyne. No, we land on Jerry's uh, big... Uh, the, the hot oh, dogs. the big dogs. Big dogs. Dude, I don't know. Uh, I just saw the saddest uh, Twitter post. It was the old big dog getting towed. No. Yeah, I think it broke down. It was like oh. a sad sight. Not like, not like, yeah, he parked in a bad spot, but I think it like... Broke it died down. on him. Yeah. Well, did you see also the post of him? He had a video, because, uh, you know, he has a lot of Seahawks-inspired. It's obviously a very Seahawks-inspired truck. The mm-hmm. colors, Seahawks Funko Pops inside of it. <laughs> players have autographed it. And he also has Hawks-themed uh, hot dogs, including one called the Wilson. Mm-hmm. And he has video... He got to be the caterer at Russell Wilson's like golf tournament or something yes. like that. Yeah, he has a video on the Big Dog's uh, Facebook page of Russell Wilson eating the Wilson. Oh man, that is fantastic. That's about as cool as it gets, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that was pretty awesome. So uh, that's out there somewhere if you want to check it out. Let's <laughs> check out another voicemail. Hi guys, it's Mama. 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 I wanted to tell you I love you and I hope you guys stay cool in all this hot weather we have. Yeah. Yeah. And going to have throughout the whole week. I don't do good in the heat. <laughs> I mean you but I'm trying to stay as cool as I can. I love you and I think about you often. Bye bye. Love you, Mama. Oh, we love you, Mama. Good to hear from you, yeah, sweetheart. Yes. Get yeah. that, get that AC been... if you can, or a swamp cooler or something. Yeah. You know? Oh, the swamp cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go uh, have Hawknado go on YouTube and he can build that. And build it. Hawknado yeah. will build that. Yeah. yeah. He can build it. <laughs> if you build it, they will cool. <laughs> uh, let's do one more voicemail. All right. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen. Look, I watch the news at night and I listen to radio, and I'm a little confused. So maybe you can help me with this one. What's this about Starbucks getting rid of straws? And more importantly, the whole country's like going nuts over it. First of all, this global warming thing, it's getting a little out of hand with these plastic nut jobs. I mean, you're telling me if I don't have a straw in my Slurpee, Mr. Polar Bear has a better quality of life? I mean, that one needs explaining to me. And again, the head guy at Starbucks, he actually said, and I quote this, 
This is a significant milestone to achieve our global aspiration of sustainable coffee served to our customers in a more sustainable way. Huh? How about pouring it in a cup, buddy, and handing it to me? That works, too. I mean, who would have thought that a place that makes coffee would be more known for diversity training and throwing away their straws? Hey, hey, newsflash, people. There's this new thing, and I just heard about it. Listen, you can make coffee at home. Yeah, good friend of mine. You ain't know him. His name's Mr. Coffee. Yeah, he said it's pretty simple. And get this, it's actually tons cheaper. And if you want, you can put a whole box of straws in it. So there, okay? Look, I got to let you go. All right. That, someone called our line and left that recording. That wasn't a person that called our line. I can't imagine. That was no. something else. That had to be someone screwing with us. That said, it's a person who can't drink through a straw until after this Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I've been kind of digging them sippy cup lids. Yeah, them little sippy cup <laughs> lids. I have, <laughs> man. They're not bad. I've been kind of feeling it because I'm like, yeah, can I... Uh, I like how people are freaking out about this straw thing. I didn't know they were. They still have straws. They're just made out of something different, and they yeah. work just fine. Yeah, they're compostable Relax. straws. They'll go. They'll 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 go away. But if you're not just sitting there with a straw all friggin' day, you're gonna be fine. Well, I mean, if you want to get into it, you know, like really, think about all the people who drink Starbucks. Think about all the people who drink iced coffee at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Think, think about, about all, all them straws. straws. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's a lot of straws. Yes, like in a month per capita. I bet it's over a million straws. Starbucks Easily. and McDonald's are the two biggest of the straw users, and they're the ones that are going to make these compostable straws. That's kind of cool. And the reason why they're right. doing it is because they're saying, hey, if we develop these and they make them easy and uh, uh, affordable, every other company is going to follow us. That's why they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, we're eliminating it's a just, ton of waste. It's just, a good thing. Yeah, that I'm guy sounds that. like a guy who just read the headline. Yeah. And didn't bother reading the yeah. story. And Actually, he sounded to me like a comic bit. That's not yeah. like a bit. Yeah, he tried he's, he's trying to be Lewis Black. Look, you don't need to work out your comedy stuff by calling the Migs cast line. Like, <laughs> you flesh it Although out with your it, friends. It made me laugh, and the truth is, yeah, I can make coffee at home. It's not good. It's not as good, yeah. And even when I buy the Starbucks roast, not good. Yeah. No. And I buy other fancy roasts, and then I hand grind the beans. See, I, I got a grinder. I still have a grinder at home, and I, I love the morning coffees that I'll have on the weekends Yeah, because of that. But, I mean, at the same point, yeah. We have, the, we have those Keurig cup ones, like the Keurig. Oh, those aren't yeah. bad. Those they're are not good. bad. We get we get the Dunkin' Donut one because I like the Dunkin' Donut coffee. Really? It's really freaking good. It is good, and it rocks. It'll jack you up. Yes. Man. Yeah, he's Dude, onto it's something. Awesome. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I know people are like, oh, Starbucks. Starbucks is delicious. Good coffee, man. They're <laughs> fine. I, I mean, yeah. I could have a Starbucks coffee every day if it wasn't for the fact that I just need to pay bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? They're not only delicious, but they're also expensive. I, oh, I, I've been calling it four bucks and five bucks for a long time. And that's for like a tiny one. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, you guys want to swing by five bucks? They're like, yeah. oh, that's really clever. I'm like, also true. Yeah. I wasn't sandwich. shooting for the laugh. I was yep. just calling it as I saw it. And their cold brew is, all, we get the cold brew with a little uh, soy mm, milk. You guys tried the vanilla. nitro yet? Have you had the nitro? Yes. Which is funny. I got all the girls behind the counter cracking up because I was like, I want to try that. And I'm like, can I get a Vente? Like, oh, we don't offer Vente. I'm like, what? Ever since the incident? And they all started laughing. <laughs> They're like, well, no, it's just because the nitro carries the caffeine to your bloodstream and your brain faster. I'm like, some old guy's heart explode? You can talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got this whole dialogue going. By, by the time I got my coffee, I could tell they wanted to just give it to me for free, man. We actually have audio of someone who had a Venti nitro, and this is what happened. Get up. 
<laughs> crazy. Apparently, there's this stuff called white coffee. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Uh, Chris, who works on the show, his wife got some. What the hell is white coffee? It is like supercharged coffee. Um, she got it at like a cash and carry. The cocaine or something. makes the bean white. Essentially, I don't know. Like, I guess you're pretty close to it because she had like a like a cup and a half of it and was cracked and out. she was jittery like and she is good on coffee but apparently this stuff is legit like if you want if you need that caffeine buzz you know the guys who like will drink like the four monsters to get mm-hmm. through the day sort of thing oh there's some mornings where i get the coffee from our machine and then i do the two espresso maybe even three espresso shots Ooh, maybe you should try the white coffee i want to i want to suck down oh, some try white the, coffee. try the nitro they will yeah. not give it to you in a venti no i've had the nitro and it's awesome it's killer yeah. man yeah it's delicious yeah <laughs> um, yeah the coffee itself is like infused with i think nitrous oxide or yeah. something that is Which, insane. I just go to work and huff all day, but that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah. No more do you need those helium balloons. Yeah, hippie crack my ass. Let's that's do right. this. Let's go. Um, Let's go to fish and drink some But nitro. yeah, Rev, you look at the cup from the side and it looks like a Guinness. It cascades yes. the whole wow. time. And it gets poured out of a tap. And you drink like it and it is happening, man. And you don't need like sugar or cream. No, no, it's, you don't want to mess it up. It's got a good taste yeah, just by it's itself. Done. Yeah. yeah. Cold brew, I do like throwing a little bit of that, uh, that sugar-free vanilla and that soy milk. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm watching my girlish figure. Yeah, that soy milk. That's what my wife ordered, so I get it too. Now, sugar's the devil, man. Yeah. It is. <laughs> but it's delicious. Yeah. It is. Oh, dude, I, delicious I all this devils. stuff, because I'm, I'm trying to lose weight, I, I, I got into this thing where I uh, found out, I think it was in the early 1950s, but um, processed sugar mm-hmm. was literally identified as a poison. <laughs> no kidding. And they're like, well, whoops. Enjoy <laughs> <Yep>. your <laughs> sugar, kids. <laughs> it was weird. Like, if you look at packages and stuff, it'll show you the daily allowance. You know, it'll say like X and then daily allowance and blank and daily allowance. Well, Next time, check it out on anything. It'll say sugars two grams, but it won't tell you what the daily allowance is. They yep. won't tell you nothing about sugar. They won't even go near it. It's addictive as all get out. Oh yeah, and it apparently is. tasty, and it's bad for you, right? Oh, I love my candy. No, oh, bro. See, I'm not a big candy guy, but sugar oh. it pops up in weird. Like you go buy organic peanut butter, which you think would be salt and peanuts, or the com, or that's right. what you use. Look on the back, be like, sugars, two grams. Sugar, huh. peanuts. It's everywhere. You get like rice <laughs> checks, rice checks. You get on the back, sugars, eight grams. Like sugars and rice checks? Yep. yep. Yeah, man. It's everywhere. I'm That's, sugar. It's like anytime you go to- Sugar. Uh, sugar. 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 All right. Before we get out of here, let's just leave with these famous last words. It plays. Gotta love the internet. What's that? That's, that's a special talent that you can stick that all the way to the back of your neck. Don't act like you haven't done it before, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Again, uh, I didn't talk much about the wrestling thing, but I am wrestling another match at CPW, A New Dawn, and it's happening on Sunday, August 19th, 6 p.m. at the Marysville Skate Center. It's free. $10 donation is usually what they ask for, so don't be a cheap ass. Yeah. Help out because the wrestlers are doing this for their, the love of the wrestling. So... Local celebrity. I'm a bad guy, so be sure to boo me. <laughs> boo! Yeah, screw you. Boo! Don't you know who I am? You can't do it. Suck it. Won't boo you. All right. Then you'll have to be a bad guy, too. I'll be Ming. <laughs> the Merciless. I'll be Ming the Merciful. <laughs> uh, window Pain got any shows coming up? Uh, window Jazz Bones, right? Jazz Bones, uh, August 18th to be our tour kickoff party. And, um, and I've got a bunch of stuff uh, coming soon, too. Uh, Glenn-specific stuff. Ooh. Music stuff. That I'm Whoa. trying to make happen. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've really been busy, but things are cool. Nice. So, August 18th, you go to Jazz Bones in the South. August 19th, you go to the Marysville Skate Center to watch some wrestling. 
August 17th, you catch Bruiser Brody at Louie Louie Holy smokes, the whole weekend is yeah, us. That's right. Come play with us and stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.